Bring the ship up to broadcast depth. The hideout. We're going in. Into the hideout. Our country is now in the beginning of the Great Regression. Major steps are being taken backwards because those who are afraid have hijacked the government and the media. They fear diversity, creativity, and the questioning of authority. Now, more than ever, it is time to unite in a place where you can still be yourself and the freedom of expression continues to exist. Enter the hideout and be heard. What, what, what's new? What are you doing, Hefe? Oh, what's new, J-Dubs? <laughs> and welcome back into the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. I am El Hefe. That is J-Dubs. It's the funniest night show in America and the best nighttime entertainment in Orlando. We are your hosts. You have one mission and one mission only in the Hideout, and that is to be somebody. 407 and star one zero four one. On your singular wireless phone, that's how you be somebody in the hideout. That is uh, Chunks, executive producer of the hideout. He is managing the uh, AOL Instant Messenger Real Radio Hideout. Tommy Bateman in charge of the talk and roll controls on the hideout page on realradio.fm. And uh, Gibbs, intern Gibbs here, screening your phone calls at the aforementioned phone numbers. And Deuce Childerone also here, giving a helping handy. Hmm? Uh, it's just as usual. Now, whether it's here or in a locker room, that's what he does. Uh, actually, speaking of hands, he already made a suggestive comment that scared off Jana Banana. Really? Break. Okay, yeah, I was uh, just uncomfortable. Hey, uh, speaking of that, uh, coming up, uh, you heard the uh, during the Phillips file, the headlines, and uh, here in about 15 minutes, we'll do the Hideout Headlines game show so that you can be a winner and pick up on some Hideout door prizes. So that's coming up. In just about 15 minutes. Also tonight, J-Dubs, on this uh, glorious Thursday evening, uh, it's time uh, for a Chunks Fat Man Diary. Nice. Uh, I actually missed them. Yeah, the first one of the new year. So it's the first Chunks Man, uh, Fat Man Diary of the new year. Uh, for those of you new to the show, or maybe uh, you haven't heard of the Fat Man Diary, Chunks kept a uh, diary from just about the time he was a very, very small child until right till we moved down here. Mm-hmm. And his mom found it when she was cleaning up stuff, sent it down here to him, and we've made him read entries out of it uh, every Thursday at right about 8 o'clock, and it's always a lot of fun. That to get into, J-Dubs. Also, too, I found uh, the top uh, tear-jerking movies slash scenes from 2005. Oh, I like the uh, ones that will make a grown man cry. Guaranteed to make you cry like you was a baby. And uh, I will get into that. And it just really got me. And that it, was wrong. And it just really got me to thinking, too, about, um, like, the different movies that I cry at. Oh, yeah. And I'm very non-traditional with, my, with the movies that I cry. You know, I have uh, a, pretty, a pretty common trend with my cries. There's something always going on with it. And uh, we'll get into that in a little bit, though. Uh, a theme, if yeah, you will. Yeah. Also, too, uh, it's our intern Gibbs's guide to the weekend. Uh, he has uh, been here a very long time in Central Florida. He knows all the happening spots. Imagine the size of tears that would come out of that heart, large head. Yeah. That thing's huge. It is. It's like a whole dam, and it just opens. <laughs> 
Uh, by the way, I, I, and we'll get to the Hideout Headlines game show here in about 10 minutes, but I would like to, first of all, once again announce that I made maybe the biggest mistake of my life 10 years ago, right around this time, when I had, um, I had applied to two universities, got into both of them. Mm-hmm. I had no problem because I had, uh, I was in honors classes. I had like a, I had over a 4.0. Uh, at South Grand Prairie High School. You're a very smart kid, but uh, you did something very dumb while applying for colleges. Well, I only applied to two, mm-hmm. and I did not apply for a single scholarship, despite the fact that I had uh, just uh, tremendous grades and I was a uh, Latino. And I could have gotten, I probably could have gone to school for free, but I was lazy. And the two schools that I applied to, Texas Tech University, mm-hmm. which I ended up going to, and the University of Texas. I could have been a Red Raider or a Longhorn. Now, Texas Tech, great, great, fabulous college radio station. I say one of the top uh, college radio stations in the nation. It's got a legitimate signal. There are real things that go on there. Well, you obviously didn't go to my college, Specs Howard School of Broadcast Arts, where we would broadcast only through the halls of our school and onto the, uh, the uh, phone system where people were waiting on hold. Well, we actually we had a great signal, 35,000 watts at 88.1 KTXT. Man, boom, it got out there. So uh, I spent three years in Lubbock, hated it, graduated early, and I have not been back to Lubbock, Texas since I graduated in May of 99. Last night, I'm laying in my bed alone, Watching uh, the Texas Longhorns, and I would say probably the greatest uh, college football game of all time. Oh, you bought the hype, huh? No, it, dude, how could it not? It's It has to be right up there. I mean, yeah, it's when, right up there. When but you're it, down it, by, what, 9, 11 points with two with six minutes left against a team that hasn't lost in 34 straight games and you win, how is that not? Oh, for, for Texas, that's the greatest game of all time. But there, like other schools out there who have had, you know, last second victories and all those kinds of things, uh, the, they might have something to say about the that. The game lived up to the hype. And, yep. and I, great game. And I told you months ago, didn't I tell you? Mm-hmm. Here's who solves the problems for the Detroit Lions. Vince Young. Well, too bad that we are at like the number eight spot, and there's no way he's going to be there. He's going to stay in Texas. He'll go number one and play for the Texans. Guarantee you. But I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, you know, as great as my career has gone and as great as college radio was for me, how many national championships can I brag about as a Red Raider? Not a one. No, there is one. There was a women's basketball championship (laughs) thanks to Cheryl Swoops. (laughs) And then I start taking inventory of my life and just realizing... I've never won a championship before. You've never been a part of a championship team? Not in Little League. Wow. Not in AAU baseball. Not even like the the Little League championships where you're playing the red team and uh, that kind of thing, and you're just the school champions. You haven't even been a part of that. I've never won a championship. Wow, you're an underachiever. (laughs) Tell me about it. And it's because of these poor decisions that I make. And my radio partners, in... (laughs) What? Oh. In my uh, choice of colleges, and it just, uh, you know, and I, it, it saddens me. And I, I'm like, I don't want to be a loser for the rest of my life. I got to get a championship at some point. Because I'm sitting there and I'm watching the University of Texas, and I'm, I'm watching the way when they're winning this national championship. And I just wonder what it would be like to be the best, especially at your sport. 
Like you're there, and I'll even, tell you what, it's an amazing feeling. I wondered, what have you been a champion of? Well, I've, uh, you know, I've, my little league uh, basketball team, we've won the championship a couple times. Uh, I was never a part of it. Like, seriously, I was always on the bench, but uh, I got to get the trophy. Um, 1994 uh, state champions wrestling, volleyball. Uh, oh, did you really? Yeah, the, the team did. I didn't do crap, but hey. Well, you guys won state. Yeah. Well, see, and I'm just like, you know, I can't believe that I've never won a championship. As great as I am, no trophies to show for it. A lot of third places, a lot of second places, a lot of very good teams that tailed off at the end. Ugh, that's the worst. When you see teams that you beat earlier go on and win, and uh, you just knew that you couldn't hold them together through a whole season, that's why you guys lost. There was there was literally this one uh, baseball team that I played on the summer after my uh, high uh, summer after high school. Just all-stars, all from around Dallas. We were badass. And we went like 18-0 and in the first half of the season and literally got bored. Guys stopped showing up. Guys were about to go to college. And we're like, ah, screw it, and ended up losing like our last seven games because no one, no one showed up anymore. Even forfeited a couple of them. And I'm just thinking, as a man, can you really go through life not winning a championship at least once? That's why this year... With the Orlando Orioles in my men's wood bat uh, baseball league, I'm determined to win a championship. I need great baseball players on my team. If you play baseball, email me, elhefe at wtks.com. i got to bring home at least one trophy. I say you email Hefe and uh, find out what league the Orioles play on and play on a different team because... Uh, no, this no. Hefe is nothing but bad luck. You aren't going to win anything with him on your team. It's not a matter He's, of being bad luck. It's a matter bad luck. You, every team you've been on has had potential, and it just can't get there. I think it's because of the people I surround myself with. You're lucky you got me the rabbit's foot. I kind of uh, null and void your bad luck. All right, Matt Albert says, me equal two championships. Suck it up, loser. All right, we're not talking eating contests. Hey, that's a championship. He's good at what he does. Do you think I set my standards too high and thinking it needs to be some sort of athletic activity? No, I think you should succeed in athletics. Yeah, there's nothing better. It's the best feeling in the world. You have you have a championship belt, Chunks? Chunks, what do you have a championship belt for? Actually, it wasn't a belt. It was a trophy. I, mm-hmm. I actually got four. We won four years in a row once. Uh, I was in the Knicks on NBA Live. Uh, last year, and I won uh, four seasons in a row in Dynasty mode. Okay, I can win in NBA Live. Video games don't count. Well, I'm, there's this one time, uh, like, I had about eight friends at Chuck E. Cheese when I was a kid, and I beat them all in air hockey. Does that count? No. Huh. God, I got two uh, bad luck guys on my team. See, Tommy Bateman, I don't think he ever played sports, so I don't think he even cares. Gibbs? You probably couldn't play because they didn't have helmets your size when you were growing up. I stayed up the longest at a birthday party one time. Okay, that doesn't count. That's not actually something that will help you win. Maybe that's what I do, though. I say, um, that's my new thing. I want to be the champion of staying awake the longest uh, until 11. Or talking the most. Oh, you've, you've got that down. You're the winner. Well, then maybe I am some sort of a champion. I'll go get you a uh, trophy or something. A champion orator. Yeah, you were on uh, Speech and Debate. You guys never won anything there? No. You know who always beat us in Speech and Debate when I was in college? Retards? No, University of Texas. Mm. 
they are badass in that too. Now I got a few first places. Yeah, but never the big the big prize. All right, now here's Steve O says worst feeling ever. One state baseball and football junior year as a starter, then senior got benched in both sports and lost both games uh, his senior year. Is there a bunch of no championship getting bastards? And people are pissed because uh, TV Sky Kid says, "What the hell? Chunks did a better job of running the Knicks than Larry Brown." Then that also, isn't that always the way too? Where like whenever you're growing up and you're playing video games, and like you're doing things with the Lions, and you're like, "Come on, Mooch, why can't you figure this out?" When you're growing up, I do that every week. I'm like, "Come on, Mooch, Jerron, whoever's at the helm this week." Here's the key: Harrington to Mike Williams. Over, yeah, the over the middle. He runs the slant. You can't stop it. I don't care what defense you have. All right, so you know what? Here's my resolution for 06. Win a championship. I don't know in what yet. Maybe we do a uh, running race with us in here. I need to bring home some sort of a championship. I want to feel like Vince Young. I want to be on the Wheaties box. Even if we just tape like our photo to the Wheaties box... I still need to get it done. Well, if we had a Wheaties box around here, I haven't had cereal in years. I don't know who eats cereal anymore. And who the hell eats Wheaties? Yeah. Wheaties is the most bland cereal out there. That's the cereal of champions, and that's what I'm going to start eating now. That's a cereal that even sugar can't help. There's no way you can put sugar on it and be happy with a uh, bowl of Wheaties. But take a break. We'll come back. Time for you to be a winner. Pick up on some hideout uh, door prizes. The Hideout Headlines Game Show on Real Radio 104.1. All right, it's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1 live on a Thursday night. Great prizes to give away to you right now. Be somebody and be a winner with the Hideout Headlines Game Show. 407-916-1041, and Star1041 if you have a singular wireless phone. Uh, I'm getting this. Uh, I got this from Mr. Matt. Ha ha. Uh, I have an ass load of trophies and medals from being in football, baseball, and all sorts of other things. In your face, loser. Ah. And this one, you could be the champion of something, the champion of eyebrows. Thickness. Thanks. Was that from Matt Albert? It's really nice. He's obsessed with your eyebrows, by the way. Well, they're going to be gone. Well, I'd like just to add that... uh... I have a trophy at home. I still have the Ron and Fez Spirit Award. Yeah, and that one always pissed me off, too. That you always got the Ron and Fez Spirit Award, and I could never get it from you when we, our days in D.C. A beautiful Redskins jacket. By the way, thank you to Cameron Gray, our old PD. He, uh, he's hooked me up. I'll be uh, on the sidelines at the game. Oh, nice. At the Skins and Bucks coming up on this uh, Saturday. So, uh, here we go. Hideout Headlines Game Show. Here is a Gibbs hideout intern. There are five categories. World, national, local, sports, entertainment. You know what? Let me go over some of these prizes, too. Pair tickets to the uh, Fireball Model Expo at Taboo Nightclub coming up this Friday and Saturday. Um, Also, too, and Chunks, I may have to win these tickets at some point. Pair tickets to see Stephen Wright. At the Hard Rock Live uh, here in Orlando, Saturday the 21st. More uh, info is at hardrock.com. In fact, I'd really like to win some of those ticket chunks. Uh, make that happen. Here we go. Uh, Hideout Headlines Game Show will start off with Smack Daddy in Orlando. No ladies on the board. So we'll go with Smack Daddy first. And uh, which category would you like to go with, my friend? 
Hey, let's go local. All right, here's local news with the intern Gibbs. All right, local, it's a true or false. Um, city official in Deltona, Florida has lost her job after a derogatory remark at a presentation to the media. Well, they would like to fire her, but she has not lost it. Exactly. That's false. She kept her job after apologizing, claiming she was a comedian. All right, hold on a second. Uh, smack What did she say? All right, what did she say? Um, she kind of she made some uh, references towards Hispanic people right in front of a media that was... What kind of reference? Um, what was it? Uh, me against the Spicks, I what think. What the hell's the, wrong with you? Why on. would you repeat it? Do you see that you're on a show with uh, El Jefe? Yeah. The why boss, would, the chief man? Why would man? you just go out and say spick like that? I'm so sorry. Come on. What the Why would you repeat it? What? What are you I, doing? I'm chastising it? him for saying the word spick. Right, I'm about to punch you both in the throat. Why? I'm pissed off too. No one's a spick in this room. Right, stop it. I'm serious. Ass. How dare you? Yeah. It's, and so she Intern. was. And so what? She was. Uh, she, she was running a bit. Is that her? Uh, yeah, she's, her defense. She was trying to be funny, and uh, I guess the media didn't think it was too funny. Oh, I listen to J Dubs, and he says it all the time. Sorry. If he can bit and spit, I like do him. not. I've never said. The- Shut the hell up. <laughs> we'll move on to uh, Mr. I, by the way, is there audio of that? Because I'd love to hear it from her, not you guys reenacting. Smack Daddy said he's got something else to say to you guys. He said Gibbs is wrong. Oh, go ahead, Smack Daddy. What do you got? Hey, uh, what the lady actually said, she was making a a, a, a bit thing up, and she suggested having a, uh, a contest against the Hicks and the Spicks. What the hell? Very, Why would she go word. out and say Spick like that? Uh, you know, Del Jefe, he's a Latino, my friend. Hold on, I, Smack Daddy. Hey, I, might, hey, I, think she's, hey, I think she's wrong as hell. I do, too. I'm telling hey, you what she said. No, no. He's, and, you know, the, he is just using it as an excuse to say the word. Thank you, Smack Daddy. I no, appreciate him. No, not you. Him. Dubs. Huh? All right, give Smack Daddy his prize. You know, I seriously, I hate you. What? Anytime you feel like you can mix in a little racial stuff, you do. I'm just telling these people it's wrong. <laughs> okay, I'm going to hurt you. <laughs> Mr. Mama Del I don't Tona. condone that kind of What's activity. Hey, buddy, you're next up in the hideout. Uh, right. World National Sports Entertainment. What do you want uh, from Gibbs? Uh, sports. All right, here we go. Here's some sports. All right, last night, along with the Texas win, Vince Young, quarterback for Texas, celebrated a Heisman Trophy win. True or false? Uh, that's false. Reggie Reggie Bush won the Heisman. <clears throat> so it was not Vince Young. Vince Young did not win the Heisman. He is the quarterback of the national championship uh, team Longhorns, but he is not the Heisman Trophy winner. That's Reggie Bush. And where was Reggie Bush during the whole game? I don't know. I I only got to really watch like the last bit of it, and I never saw him out there. Um, four zero seven nine one six one zero four one Hideout Headline Game Show Real Radio one zero four point one. It was such a great game. Mm-hmm. I know you're pissed off of the commentators for calling it the greatest college football game of all time. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Calling him the greatest uh, college quarterback of all time. Because you have to give a little time to reflect on something like that. You know? You Why? can say, this could be. Dude. This could be. You know? 30 of 40, 267 yards, and ran for another 200 yards. I have a prediction. Young is going to be the next Flutie. There's no way. He's too big, he's too strong, he's too good. Flutie would have been better if he had uh, young size. 
Uh, let's move on along uh, here in the hideout. We'll go to Nathan in Orlando up next. Which category would you like, my friend? World, national, or entertainment? Entertainment. All right, here's entertainment with Gibbs. All right, entertainment. It's a fill-in-the-blank question. After debuting a week ago at number two, this song replaced Mary J. Blige's The Breakthrough atop the U.S. pop album charts according to sales data issued Wednesday. Uh, what's the name of the song? Fill in the blank. I'll even give it if you can give me the artist. You didn't even have to give me the name of the song, but who's the artist? Uh, Metallica. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, not 1993. Sorry. It wasn't one. Uh, Jamie Foxx, right? Yeah, it was uh, Jamie Foxx's Unpredictable. Uh, uh, the do we have this? Predictable man ever. Do we have Jamie Foxx's song? Uh, let's finish the game show and then I'm going to hear the song. Okay. I don't even know if I've heard it yet. We'll move along to. Uh, hey, pick up the energy a little bit, Gibbs. Yeah, you need to. You're very Putin tonight. All right. Just here's a, <laughs> here's a little uh, here's a little radio tip for you. Whenever you're talking on the radio, smile. It just even it gives the false. A uh, sense of you're happy to be here. Now maybe maybe you should just do a character the whole time, and that would do uh, you know give you a little life just because you're trying to keep in a character. Uh, ladies first in the hideout, Bonnie. Yeah. Uh, Bonnie in Orlando, you move straight to the front of the line because you are a woman, and we do believe in chivalry here in the hideout. Great. Which category do you like, world or national? Mm, national. All right, here's national news with Gibbs. All right, Bonnie. National. It's multiple choice. The sole survivor from a mine explosion that killed 12 co-workers is being transferred to a Pennsylvania hospital so he can have specialized treatment for what? Brain damage. Um, it's actually oxygen deprivation. Uh, which causes brain damage, right? Yeah, exactly, because he was uh, by himself, and he's the only reasonable person that actually lived through it. You know She's what? A winner. I'll, I'll, give her, uh, I'll give her a prize. Hold on a second, Bonnie. Just giving away the prizes, door, hideout door prizes here on Real Radio 104.1. Now, we talked about it a little bit yesterday, and the just being stuck down there and watching 12 other people around you die and being the last one left alive. Yeah. Just even mentally, do you think you ever bounce back from something like that? No, there's no way. There's no way you could be... Because was he surrounded by dead people the whole time and everything? Or was he in a different area? I, I'm not really too what, sure. Yeah, that's the other thing. Were they all left together? Was it dark? I'm not sure, but a cut, like the ones that uh, did die, this is a little side note, they they left like notes on themselves for their relatives when they were found. Oh, wow, but, yeah, Jesus. I don't know. I don't know if they were together, whether they got separated or what. I'm not sure. I'm assuming white guys then, right? Probably. West okay. Virginia. Um... Yeah, man, that's really... Yeah, I guess the notes were pretty, like, disturbing. Like, they just wrote on themselves, don't worry, daddy's fine, he just went to sleep. Like, stuff like that. Oh, that's, the, that's oh, terrible. Why on. would you do that? Hey, dad left you a message. Just uh, open up his shirt while he's laying here dead. Daddy's just sleeping forever. <laughs> that's terrible. There's no way I would do that. Don't worry about hitting the snooze button. I won't wake up. <laughs> oh, that is really awful. I couldn't even imagine. And what oh. they write it with? Did he just carve it into their bodies, or? I mean, they were they were coal miners, right? So maybe they were covered in coal and they could just write it, it oh. like lick their finger and write it in. I don't know. That is so awful, man. That is seriously. That's very very. Uh... Very disturbing. All right, Dennis and Oviedo, you're in the hideout, Real Radio 104.1. You're left with World, all right? 
All right, I'll take world. Here is Gibbs. All right, it's a multiple choice. Um, reports today indicate that a bomb that killed six civilians Monday in Iraq missed its target by 65, 65 feet and hit what? A, a market, B, a soccer game, C, the wrong house, or D, a schoolyard? I'll go with A. It was actually a C. It hit the wrong house. And so, again, making friends all throughout the Middle East... Oh, uh, with our great technology, we missed the target and just killed uh, a family hanging out watching the uh, Simpsons. More Are our weapons pr- precise? Yes. Do we hit the wrong target sometimes? Maybe. That's my Rumsfeld. Yeah, that's <laughs> great. You sent it just like it. I know. I'm, w- the show is lucky to have someone who can do impressions like you. I'm a regular Omera. you got to think about it, too. You think that kid's ever going to go to sleep now? Thinking about daddy went to sleep, so... He's not going to sleep in a cave, I'll tell you that much. That's going to be the last place he goes to sleep. He knows you usually don't wake up from that. And, do, and like, what are you writing on your body, too? Like, what do you, what would your last words be? Indianapolis. <laughs> that's, that's because you keep losing tattoo bets. Yeah. <clears throat> you just trace the outlines of them? Yeah, do something while you're laying there. Go Lions. Mm-hmm. Win Lions win right in my chest. They'd have to after that. They'd have to, uh, you know, do it for the minor. Win it for me, Dubby. By the way, the um, the Hideout Headlines game show brought to you by the Wholesale Furniture Market. Um, complete bedroom sets from eight ninety nine. Wholesale Furniture Market, over 40,000 square feet of quality home furniture, 50 to 70% off every day. Wholesale Furniture Market, State Road, 436 in Castleberry, next to the Sands Club, uh, 407-332-1314. Go see our buddies Big Dog Steve and uh, Dubs' his uncle Joe Dubs. The Hideout, Row Radio 104.1. New movie opened this holiday weekend that would seem guaranteed to offend a lot of people. It's called The Ringer, and its main character poses as an athlete who's mentally challenged so he can take part in the Special Olympics. It's the latest effort from the filmmaking Farrelly Brothers, who are known for their outrageous lowbrow comedies. But the reaction to this latest one is not what you might expect. Here's ABC's Jake Tapper. It might seem shocking that the latest movie from the Farrelly Brothers, the creators of crass film comedies like There's Something About Mary, was made with the cooperation of the Special Olympics. Is there a risk that someone will find that we, in the name of our movement, Special Olympics, have made a mistake? Yeah, there's a risk. After all, disability rights groups have complained about the Farrelly's portrayal of schizophrenia in the movie Me, Myself, and Irene. Wait, wait! new film, The Ringer, stars Johnny Knoxville as a con man faking a mental disability to fix the Special Olympics. Hello, my name is Jeffy, and I like to eat apples. This is a subject that the Farrelly brothers feel passionately about. They do volunteer work with the mentally challenged, and they were convinced that for the film to have an impact, it needed the Special Olympics credibility and cooperation. It took them five years to get it. Every time you see a movie about people with intellectual disabilities, they're portrayed as, it's a a tearjerker. It's sad, it's depressing. And we wanted to throw something up there that was uplifting. The Ringer stars many disabled actors who point out that Knoxville's character is almost always the butt of the joke. How come guys like us never get the girl? Don't lump me in with you. They treated us with respect and they, um, they treated us like normal people. That's what I want to see. 
people laughing with us, not at us or poke fun at us. The marketing for the movie looks like any other Farrelly Brothers feature of questionable taste. All you have to do is act like one of them. Debbie, go go for cuckoo bus. Not exactly a major stretch for you. But most disability rights groups are supporting the movie. It's about reaching the mass market with a message that helps people see people with disabilities as just like you and me, as human beings. Human beings who deserve respect. Jake Tapper, ABC News, Washington. Welcome back into the Hideout Row Radio 104.1 CNN on the, uh, on the ringer. I'm El Jefe. It is uh, uh, J-Dubs also here with us. Yeah, I, I heard that uh, The Ringer was more uplifting than uh, funny, so I, was, I opted out of it. I chatted with uh, Daniel and Blackman because I heard them talking mm-hmm. on The Monsters. Uh, show sounded great, by the way, The Monsters in the morning. I, I heard them talking about how they walked out. Oh, they, really? Yeah, because they were offended. And I'm like, dude, you just... If you just stuck through it, it kind of like you heard in the story, mm-hmm. it made you feel not so bad. You know what I mean? Or it, it wasn't about sitting there goofing. Like, I'm walking out of the movie theater, out of the ringer. People pissed that they weren't um, goofing on the retarded people the whole time. And I'm thinking... It's reasonable. No. What kind of animal wants to go sit in a movie theater for 80, 90 minutes and just make fun of uh, special needs? All right, I see you raising your hand, J-Dubs. Oh. All right, by the way, the top movies, uh, just over the holiday real fast. Uh, the Ringer came in at, like, number eight. It's doing decently. you got to think it didn't cost too much to make. No, you paid them in lollipops. Stop. I'm asking you. I'm asking you. Hmm. And uh, I not want to want to run through the whole list, but um, Blackbeam told me i got to go see Munich. So I think yeah, I've heard go... Munich's really good. I just didn't want to go be depressed. But I guess I'm going to have to. Um, King Kong was number two. And this, The Chronicles of Narnia, is killing at the box office. Oh, I, I saw it when it opened. I thought it was awful. I, that's it. Yeah, that's all I've heard out of it is bad things. Even from people who take their children there, they're like, it, it, it just doesn't keep kids interested. But for some reason, people keep on going. Boring, slow. A lot of the things that people say... Uh, Dubs brings to the show. What? I, I read the message boards. Stop. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. In the ringer, does uh, Johnny Knoxville make a lot of friends? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Oh, right, sure. I... Okay, see that? I mean, he, they, they really... It really, though, it seemed like it was a good thing, like a good thing to go see the movie. Like it was, you know, like yeah. they were. I wanted to hang out with special needs people. Oh, I do too. I wish we had a few of them in here. I just, I really think it was, it would be a lot of fun. Maybe we even volunteer mm-hmm. with the Special Olympics. I know Misfit Matt said he's done it. Maybe we do it. See, watching The Ringer, though, made me feel guilty about this kind of stuff. Really? Well, I, I request that you do not go to that movie again. Uh, Matt Albert says, most of The Ringer budget went towards shiny things and slobber guard. I, no, it didn't. Come on. Have a little respect. Just a little. Now, as far as... like a retard, Matt. God. All right, you know, I'm going to ask you. <laughs> 
Stop. Dude, go watch the movie and you're going to feel awful for all of this. I'm going to tell you now to stop it. You go watch this movie and you're going to feel bad about these things. So you uh, request a beer softened stool, goes checks out uh, yes. the ringer. And I think they take back everything they've ever done. Doubt it. Those guys are out of control. All right, we got to take. We're already up on a break. We'll get into these saddest stories in just a second. First, Tim on the turnpike. You're in the high down road radio. What do you got, Tim? I watched him. I saw him. Hello. I don't know what was going on there. Quick break. Up. Hold on a second. Um, now we got one of, uh, is this Knoxville? Apparently we have one of the stars of the ringer here in the, welcome to the house. Okay, you know what? I, I know it's you. Chunks, I know it. Chunks, it's you. What the hell's wrong with you? Not even a good bit. That's not at all. They're normal human beings. Almost. Almost. All right. Well, that's why they're special needs. Mm. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Welcome back into the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Thursday night in the Hideout. And Dubs, uh, I really... I can fly. I'm flying. Get the kayak. <laughs> I think that um, this is probably one of those for the majority of people. At least at some point in the first time they see it, they're crying uh, and watching Titanic. Did you? I did not cry during Titanic. No, I liked the movie when it first came out and saw it in the theaters. I couldn't sit down and watch it again. It's just not a TV movie. I think but. I saw it in the movie like maybe two or three times. Mm-hmm. Usually dates. Yeah. You know what I mean? I th- I don't know if I cried when he flo- like when he sank to the bottom, or maybe at the end when they were reunited. When and she he- throws the diamond over. No, remember like when he dies and they mm. they're back in the ballroom. And what is it too about these movies that just make you lose it? The part that really scared me was uh, when Hanson had that old lady and they reenacted part of that in a video. That part did make me cry. What's that? Hanson did a video with the old lady and the whole uh, they oh. reenacted the whole Titanic thing. Really? Yeah, it was just frightening, and I, I cried a lot during that. Is Hanson even still around? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I saw them at some, like, gay uh, thing. Really? No. 407-916-1041, Top tier jerkers. I hear the ones for 2005. And I don't think I even really uh, agree with any of these. All right. They say in um, this for 2005, King Kong. And have people seen Kong yet? All right, be careful. There are spoilers here. But if you've you got to know the story of Kong. You know yeah. he's not going to live. What? What? Oh, damn it. I'm sorry. I thought they got married and lived happily ever after. They just wouldn't allow it. Not at that time. But uh, the the final fl- fatal plunge, they say that's like the sad part where you cry. This is according to uh, Entertainment Weekly. You sound like you're getting choked up right now, F.A. <clears throat> no, I got... <coughs> A lot of phlegm. I did see the movie, and... um. I was sad that I lost three hours of my life. Um, a history of violence against the final scene, I haven't seen that. No, but I hear it's good. I've heard some people say it's good. I've heard some people say it's terrible. I haven't seen it, but a really great scene is when Maria Bella walks out and it's a full frontal shot. In a history of violence? Yeah. Hmm. You know your nudity. Yeah, I do. 
<laughs> uh, six hustle and flow. I want to see that. Mm-hmm. It's something about a demo tape. Demo tape scene makes you cry. Chronicles of Narnia. They say the uh, slaughter of Aslan, which is the lion, which is basically the Christ figure in the uh, movie. And you know he's gonna be resurrected, so I don't yeah, even know why. Why, why cry? Uh, four Harry Potter. I guess when the one there was a there was a death in that, and they say that that was a top tier jerking moment. Who died? Yeah, that was sad. You really? Yeah. Man. Well, you know, I can't I can't give it away though. It's for the future movies. I'd say why it's why it's a good thing, but. March of the Penguins, The Frozen Egg, Star Wars Episode Three, Revenge of the Sith. The Who now, cried during that? Um, I think most of us. When he's now, they say actually the moment where he goes no, when when yeah, Darth, I cried because that's when I really realized that that movie was an abortion. It was so bad. I felt like my girlfriend should be sitting in there. I should be circling the block for about forty-five minutes waiting to pick her up. Didn't you start laughing hysterically when he did that? Yeah. The movie when we went to no. see it. I remember how pissed we were. Just laughing and giggling and Jimmy D being all pissed off. Um, Refusing to say it was a bad movie. Brokeback Mountain, they say the final scene is the top tier jerker. Well, <laughs> the first time is a rough uh, rough uh, street to go down. And when you remember that first time, you remember the pain and suffering you go through. But there is a happy ending. How much does that cost? All right, you know, that's actually something, I, that's kind of uh, ironic when you think about it. How many guys um, who they're probably uh, doing it, like, to themselves for the first time, thinking, enough, thinking of another dude, and they complete, and then they cry because they realize that they're gay? <laughs> you know what I mean? That has to happen. You know what's happened before. Because it's at that point, because when you're able, if you're ever able to complete to the thought of another guy as a man, you realize there's no turning back. Dude, I was just, you know, stuff pops in your head, and uh, I like chicks, man. It's, it doesn't mean anything. I didn't actually do it. A mind cornhole is not a real one, man. It absolutely is. No. Because <laughs> if in your thoughts, you're with some dude named Carl, uh, yeah, it's a, it's over for you at that point. You, you, there's a point of no return. At best, you're Bob. You never know the name. You don't think that they're actually sitting there thinking, like, screaming out some dude's name? Oh, John. Jeremy. Do it to me, Ricky. All right, where's Deuce Chill to reference this Jimmy Jam wants to know? Because I'm sure he says I'm sure at some point he's uh, been there. All right, now movies you've cried at. Okay. Um, Don't Drink Muffin says that uh, they cried the first time watching Saving Private Ryan. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. I didn't cry during Private Ryan, but it was a... Uh, I could see how someone would cry during that. I cried during uh, uh, Radio Flyer. Why Radio Flyer? Anything about I've, kids being abused. I've never seen Radio Flyer. Ooh. Is that what that's about? Yeah. I thought it was about, about a whole bunch of people who worked at a factory making a wagons. No. Really? Yeah, Radio Flyer will make you... It's about kid touching? And abuse, yeah. Hurting, touching. 
And so that's what you cried at. Mm-hmm. Now, I know some people die like at Old Yeller. That's another one I've never seen. Yeah. You've never seen Old Yeller? No, I saw Cujo. It's close, right? No, not even close. Really? You're a, you are not American. I want Actually, them to revoke I am. your I citizenship. Was, I was born in Lubbock, Texas. Well, I am American. Not if you haven't seen Old Yeller. Hot 92 says they cried during Armageddon. What, the bad acting of Ben Affleck? Well, think about it. You're up in space. You're never going to see your daughter again. She's, just... she's getting banged by Ben Affleck. That's enough to make you cry. I cried so bad I went to a Planet Hollywood and gave him 50 bucks and a burger. What an ass. Matt and Leesburg, you're in the High Down Road Radio. What do you got, Matt? Yeah, man, Ladder 49, cried like a little girl. Oh, my girlfriend actually cried during that. I haven't seen Ladder 49. It was it was actually decent. Like the movie wasn't everything. I just couldn't get emotionally involved into it. All right, I'm gonna have, I'm gonna write that one down to rent. I appreciate it, Matt. Thank you. You like uh, to cry during a movie? Uh, only when I'm alone. And I'm wearing a hoodie. And now, Boys in the Hood, I cried at. Oh, Boys in the Hood. Now, what scene do you cry in, in Boys in the Hood? When uh, when uh, Trey brings. Uh, uh, Ricky. Ricky home, and everybody's yelling and everything, and, and, and the and mom, mom's hitting Cube, uh, Doughboy. Saying, why did it have to be Ricky? Essentially saying, why, why couldn't could, it have been you? Why couldn't it have been you, the son that I don't love? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, Boys in the Hood, that one gets me. That's one of mine that I wrote down. Um, all right, This is going to sound a little gay. Uh, Philadelphia. Did you cry in Philadelphia? No. Really? I thought when he was sitting there during the uh, uh, the opera scene explaining the opera song, and that's pretty much I think what won Tom Hanks the Oscar right there. That ah, was powerful. Uh, 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Nino in Orlando, you're in the High Down Road Radio. What do you got, Nino? Uh, the saddest movie ever is uh, My Life with Michael Keaton and Nicole Kidman. What's My a, Life? What's that I one think about? I've seen it, but I can't. That one was a uh, guy uh, dying, and he makes a videotape for his daughter, and then his wife finds the videotape, and he uh, goes back to see his family that's estranged, and it's just one of the saddest movies I've ever seen. I'm going to write that one down, Nino. Thank you, buddy. Have didn't you cry about Schmidt? Oh, God, I forgot about that. Yes, and I told you and Fez and you asses <laughs> laughed at me. You're drunk, so you told us. <laughs> and we waited for you to leave the room, but we just died. We couldn't, because you were explain what part you cried at, like the note or something. All right, here's the thing about about Schmidt. At the very end, his whole life, he feels like he's done nothing in his life, and he has this pen pal that he writes to, this little kid. Mm-hmm. What's his name? I don't know. I don't remember. Um, or something? Yeah, it was like Mfumfu or something. So the whole time he thinks his life is worth nothing, and he gets back, and he feels like he's a failure, and he sits back from this long road trip. And he really is just very sad, thinking he's done nothing with his life. Mm-hmm. And then he opens up this letter from Mumfufu, and it's like a really big deal, and he realizes, you know what? I may have lived 70-some-odd years, but this is one of the great things that I've done. I've touched Mumfufu's life. And, dude, I just lost it. And that, and it, and it's the last scene with them holding the little picture of the Mumfufu drawing. Uh, you know, to Schmidt. And I know you and Fez got a great laugh out of it. But I'm telling you. Ladies first in the hideout. Michelle in Orlando. What do you got, Michelle? Hey, or how about the Green Mile? I still have not seen the Green Mile. The oh Green my Mile. gosh, I cried shamelessly like a baby. And if it's one that you watch alone, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a very 
good, good movie, and you guys should definitely rent it and check it out. I'm going to check huh. out The Green Mile. Thank you, Michelle. Appreciate it. Apparently, Donkey looks, looks just like a former intern. Look like huh. Michael Clark Duncan. It's a hideout. It's a hideout on Radio 104.1. Coming up, the Chunks Fat Man Diaries. Thursday night in the hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Right now, talking about sad movies. Your chance to come on in. Admit to it. Uh, I just gave you the t- list for the top five tear jerkers of 2000. Top uh, eight tear jerkers for 2005. And um, oh, while that list wasn't very good, you're throwing out some really good ones. Some yeah. of them, uh, Ladder 49, The Green Mile, Boys in the Hood, About Schmidt. Radio I'm, Flyer. Radio Flyer for J-Dubs. You know, The Fly 2 made me cry, too, when the dog died. They're testing on it. I was 10. Kevin and Kissimmee, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What do you got, Kevin? Fellas, uh, just got a movie that makes you cry even when I'm at school. It's uh, Rudy. Yes. Rudy's at the a, end. Rudy's a manly uh, movie to cry now, at. Now, what part in Rudy did you cry at? Uh, it's at the end when he's getting carried off the field. Here's when I lost it. I lost it when he finally gets accepted to Notre Dame. Note. Yeah, when he's reading it, crying. After the whole time and he finally gets into Notre Dame, dude, I lost it. Yes, Rudy is one of those as a man you could admit to that you cried. Thank you, Kevin. Now, one of them that, as a man, I shouldn't uh, be crying at, but A League of Their Own. What? When At the end, when they're walking through uh, the uh, the Hall of Fame. Is I was that, an idiot. Is that you, Grandma? Lost it. I'm sure if I saw it now, I'd cry just hearing the word hooch over and over. I was an idiot. Bring I have back, to pee. Bring it back awful memories. Hooch. Tommy, you're in the Hyde Adam Road Radio. What do you got, Tommy? Forrest Gump. All right, what part of Forrest Gump made you cry? When you At the end, prematured? When, he take, when he has to take his son to the grave, Jenny. Uh, you know what? That actually, I don't, I didn't cry at that one, but I, that was a sad one. That's a pretty good one. Uh, you say when he prematurely finished? Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Didn't know what happened. <laughs> it's all right, Forrest. I cried at that one, too. Or when he's playing ping pong. I forgot about the premature <laughs> scene. I so forgot about that. Joe in Orlando, you're in the high down road radio. We got Joe. I've got an older movie that you probably, I don't know if you guys, you might have heard it. You've been there for hmm. a while. It's called Where the Red Fern Grows. Oh, where the, oh, the dogs. And I know, oh. I cried at this movie when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. I cried in high school when the I thought, and I even challenged some friends in college. And everybody cried at this freaking movie. Uh, you know, what? I had to read the book as a kid, and then yeah. we watched the movie. Oh, I'm gonna write this one down because this uh, this one always gets brought up. Where Did the word red fern uh, grows. Tell me, I trust you. This, this, uh, you'll cry. Yeah, definitely. Right. Thank you, Joe. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one. All right, Alex PCS says, uh, Team America, World Police. He says the slow version of America, F yeah, gets him every time. That's a great song. Uh, Justin, in Merritt Island, you're in the hideout on the road radio. Uh, yeah, I was just uh, calling because when I was younger, and Transformers the movie, when Optimus Prime died, yes! uh, I cried. Yes, 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 dude. I remember seeing that at the Dollar Movies in Carrollton when I grew up in Dallas, Texas, and when... 
When Optimus Prime died, I lost it. There's no doubt about it. That's a I'm good one. I'm trying to remember any kid movies that I may have cried at that were just completely inappropriate to cry at. Ah, oh, man. Maybe He-Man. Dude, I remember losing it over that Transformers movie. There's no doubt about it. All right, Tommy, have you ever cried in a movie? Hmm. I haven't seen any of those movies you mentioned. Really? No. You stay away from the tearjerkers then, mostly. No, I just haven't seen any of those movies. I think subconsciously you do. The, the last one I saw that I cried at was Batman, but that's because Hooch went with me. And I was crying the whole time. Well, that's because she smells like an onion. <laughs> John in Orlando, you're in the hide. I don't know radio. What do you got, John? I was an idiot. Black Hawk Down. Black Hawk Down. What, I have not seen that. What part of Black Hawk Down? The final scene where the wife reads the death letter. Oh. He wrote her. Oh, you know, any war movie will get you. Mm. And, yeah, it, just when you think you're... Because you, you're thinking, separated from my chick, I'm never going to see her again, she's got to get the letter, then she's eventually going to get banged by another dude. Absolutely, yeah. Braveheart. Did you die at Brave or uh, cry at Braveheart? Never seen Braveheart. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. It's one of those movies I never found the time to. It's so long. Yeah, exactly. And dumb. I hear this one too, Passion of the Christ. Really? People cried during the. Uh, I haven't seen Passion either. I watch it for Monica Bellucci. So hot. Have you seen the movie Shine? No. That's a great movie. Jeffrey Rush won the Oscar for it. I don't want to give it away, but the end scene when he finally gets to play the concert. One movie everybody brings up, and I've never seen it, uh, to uh, cry at if you're a guy, Brian's Song. Actually, that's what uh, Jeff right here in Orlando. Jeff, you cried during Brian's Song? Good call there. Uh, yeah, it's a true story about Brian Piccolo and mm-hmm. Gail Sayers and friendship and cancer and, you know, say a prayer for my friend and... Oh, it'll bring a grown man to his knees. Yeah, anytime you talk about a crying movie with that guys, they'll always bring up Brian's son. They made a remake of it. Don't do not do that one. Do the original yeah, with the, Billy the, D. The, Williams and uh, James Caan. Yeah, the remake has, what, uh, Mackay Pfeiffer? I and, don't even yeah, know, but go, yeah, I go to the original. All right, hey, hey, Jeff. 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041, and Star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. I've never seen this... Uh, uh, Brian song. Me neither. Huh. Hide out. No, I, that's not a movie that I want. I don't want to see the Brian Pepper song movie. No, I'm not interested. He's gonna take the cancer out of your ankles. Uh, there's no cancer in my ankles. That you know of. All right, let's run through some of these real fast. Uh. Ray in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What do you got, Ray? Hey, what's going on? I hey. got uh, two really obscure ones. Okay. Um, the first one is a movie called Forever Young. Is that Forever Young? Yes, I remember Forever Young. That Mel, had, Gibson. Uh, Mel Gibson. Yeah. Yeah. And the other one is the very end of a movie called Mr. Holland's Opus. When Mid- he finally gets to perform the Opus. Yes, I uh, I saw that every time. And you're right. That's a, that's another one that's really good right there. And I think I did cry at Forever Young when I was I, I was probably like 11 or 12 when I saw that. Neil in Tampa, you're in the hideout road radio. What do you got, buddy? Hey, how about when you're a kid, man? E.T. E.T. I was scared the hell out of me. Yeah, I didn't cry. I was just frightened. I'm not going to lie to you. I was really scarred by E.T. So I I didn't cry. Oh, man, be good, Elliot. 
<laughs> Actually, I, I, that was the first movie I went to the theaters and saw it, and I think I was three when I saw it. Um, yeah, for a while, I was calling all black people E.T. Yeah. Mm. Tells you the, the uh, house I grew up in. Exactly. Pete in Orlando, you're in the hideout. We got Pete. Oh, Pete, sorry. Um, yeah, when I was a kid, I grew up on Star Trek, and when I saw it in 82, the Wrath of Khan, mm-hmm. uh, that was it. When Spock died, and oh. uh, they're both there, and he's all teared up, and Kirk's talking to him. I don't know. No, no, that's a good... I, I didn't cry at it, but I do remember it being sad when I saw it, because I wasn't so much into Star Trek, but I remember that yeah. being actually a pretty uh, pretty big scene. Chunks of seems a little bit too upbeat now. At first, it was, you know, pretty good. Now it's, yeah, now it's, it's like we're out on the uh, the range. It's Brokeback Mountain, and I'm crying because we're doing the, the, the love scene. No way, man. This is the saddest part of the movie. We're writing uh what what's this from? This is uh it's from Forrest Gump too, but it's right two? At the, like no the as sequel? well it's from Forrest okay. somebody already talked about it. <laughs> but it's right at the part where that the bitch Jenny left him for like the third time, and he just loses it and decides to start running. It's just so sad. I cried throughout that entire movie. All right, people are telling me Shawshank Redemption is one that I've I, that's one I always see on TNT, but I've never seen mm-hmm. it all the way through. I've I've seen it all, but in bits and pieces. That's not a way to uh, see a movie. All right, we got to run through these really fast. Tom, he's on a cell phone. We got Tom. Uh, the movie Always. Always. It's, it's about a pilot uh, who crashes, and he has the inspiration for another pilot who ends up dating his girlfriend. Oh, okay. I do. I think I do. I uh, think I remember Always. Never saw Always. Heretic TL in the hideout. What you got, buddy? Okay, uh, one of mine back when I was a young boy was Roots. I still have not seen Roots. You've never seen Roots? No. If somebody has it, I'd like it. And But I just can't get that uh, DVD you gave me to work, TL. I don't know what's happening. Yeah, I'm going to bring a uh, tape in for you. You still got a VCR, right? Yeah, actually, sadly, that's what uh, it's, yeah. And you can rent Roots from any, uh, any uh, uh, blockbuster. Eh, I don't have enough money. Uh, and what, what's, the, what's the other one, TL? Uh, the other Just watch one was like, Rainbow. you know, the Elephant Man. The Elephant, elephant man. man, yes. Um, I don't really remember the Elephant Man and what was said. I'm a human. I'm, I'm, a, I'm not an animal. Terrible movie, man. Just, <laughs> Terrible. Uh, thank you, man. It'll just kill you inside. Yeah. Thank you, thank you, TL. Oh, you didn't have to kill the music, Chunks. I like the idea of the music. Just not as upbeat at the time. All right, Matt Albert has one. He goes, he can't recall the name of the movie... But he cried because the scene was so short. He's like it involved a pinball machine and some good-hearted drunks. Wait a second, he's talking about the accused. Ah, uh, the rape scene. And he said he cried because the scene was too short. What the <laughs> hell is wrong with him? <laughs> All right, Lion King. All right, Matt says he cried at the Lion King at the theater with his dad. His dad poked him and said, you ain't crying like a punk, are you? <laughs> Thanks, Dad. I was eight. That's what Matt says. <laughs> no wonder he has so many issues. You ain't crying like a punk, are you? A punk. That's so yeah, weird. Lion King was uh, sad when you were a kid. All right, Major League. I cry at that one every time when... Uh, they lay down the bunt, and Willie Mays Hayes scores from second base on the uh, sacrifice. And then uh, Bob Euchre says the Indians win it, the Indians win it. Oh, my God, the Indians win it. Oh, it's so great. But I think the movie, uh, two others for me. 
I'd bang Dorn's wife, too. Leap of faith. Mm-hmm. When the kid walks to the end, lose it. I think that has a lot to do with my religion issues. And La Bamba. La Bamba is like Boys in the Hood, where you know the mom wanted the other, would rather have the other son die. Yeah. Why did it have to be my Richie? Mm-hmm. While she's holding Bob, you bitch. You at least get to keep one. Yeah, at least he didn't lose both of them. It's a hideout radio. And he can draw good cartoons. It's a hideout radio 104.1. Coming up next on the hideout. We'll wrap it up with your phone calls on the the movies that make you lose it. The movies and the scenes that make you cry. Even as guys, there's always uh, a scene that always hits you hard. Uh, 407-916-1041, Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Thursday night in the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. 407-916-1041, 888 and Star 1041. If you have a singular wireless phone, we're talking about tear-jerking movies. Just the stuff that has made you cry. A lot of stuff going out there. Green Mile, Rudy, uh, Where the Red Fern Grows, um, some of mine, Major League, La Bamba, Leap of Faith. Braveheart, Philadelphia, Boys in the Hood, Shine. Um, what was another? Oh, Life is Beautiful. Did you see Life is Beautiful? No. That's a great one, man. Life is Beautiful is a very, very good movie. It's subtitled. It won the Oscar. Roberto Benigni won the uh, Oscar that year for it. That's a great flick about the Holocaust. And it's the it's again the end scene where they got it. Actually, along the lines of the coal miner thing where. He explains why Daddy's not going to be around anymore, mm-hmm. and it's one of those love me, Daddy kind of. Yeah, you uh, know, we all we all have Daddy issues in here, and that can really those right. ones will really get to us. Uh, John on a cell phone. We're going to run through these real fast. So Hideout Row Radio 104.1. What do you got, John? Yeah, you talking about that the Daddy issue? The one thing that always gets me. I never cry movies was that Big Fish, I, like the Tim Burton movie. I have to see that one. I actually rented another movie thinking it was Big Fish, disappointed that it was Swordfish? No, not Swordfish. <laughs> not Swordfish. But, uh... Okay, I don't want to ruin it for you, but at the end, when uh, he starts to finish the story... Oh, right, 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 right. I'm going to go see that movie, so don't ruin I'm gonna it. Tell you, I'm going to tell you what happens, man. It just killed me. All right, Absolutely. I, I'm going to go rent Big Fish then. Hey, thank you, John. Appreciate it. Let's run through these. Jeremy in Orlando, what's yours? Jeremy. This is Jeremy. Oh, Jerry? Oh, sorry, yeah. Jerry. Go ahead, Jerry. Yeah, all right. This is another daddy story, because you guys weren't even a twinkle in his eye at that time. Right. How about Old Yeller? Yeah, old Yeller. That's oh. one I, your best friend. I have not seen that one. And having to kill him yourself. Yep. Don't ruin it. Why would you go ruin it for me? Thank you, Jerry. Appreciate it, buddy. Because you're not American, because you haven't seen Old Yeller yet. I was born in Lubbock, Texas. I am an American citizen. Nightmare Dave, you're in the hideout. How can you call yourself American when you haven't seen Old Yeller? I'm yeah. sorry. Oh, I, th- I saw Cujo. I saw Cujo. Resident Evil. Those uh, have dogs in it. All right. Uh, one that I remember uh, real well as a little kid was uh, The Secret of Nim. It was a very kind of, I don't know if it was like real super tearjerker, but it was very What was that one about, sad. Chunks? That was the one about the rats, right? Yeah, it was the one with the rats yeah. and mice and stuff like that in it. And one, one more I can remember. It wasn't really a movie, but the uh, Incredible Hulk TV show. Always made me cry at the end of the show because he's just walking off down down the road and that sad music that they would play was just like it just made me cry every freaking time. Thank you, Nightmare Day. Appreciate All right. it, buddy. All right, uh, Giant Brian says, "Stand by me." Um, John and Claremont, what do you have, my friend? Go ahead, John. Uh, no. 
All right, I know my movie's not that great, but I am still laughing at that magpie that just called and said he cried at Star Trek. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, that was his thing, man. (laughs) What the hell is wrong with people? Oh, God. Why not? (laughs) Why not? Go ahead. Anyway, my... (laughs) Come on! Anyway. (laughs) Anyway, mine was uh, River Runs Through It at the end like the guy's whole family is dead. He's an old man. He's out there fly fishing. I thought that was sad as hell. Mm. All right, thank you, John. Appreciate it. Uh, <laughs> Phil and Deltona, you're in the hideout. What do you got, Phil? Hey, everybody. Hey, dude. Um, Tuesdays with Maury, made for TV movie. Hank Azaria, Jack Lemmon. I hear the book is great, and then also too. I didn't, I didn't see the movie, but I hear that book is just amazing. I guess. Which one is it? Tuesdays with Maury, oh, okay. that Mitch the, album, Mitch album, yeah. And I hear that's another Love Me Daddy thing too. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you. I appreciate the phone call, Phil. I cried during Joe Dirt. What? Yeah. When Kid Rock tore out in his uh, in his car and he got like the the pebbles all over uh, David Spade, and David Spade just started crying, and then uh, Kid Rock goes, "Diff Leopard sucks." I did. I seriously started crying. I hate you. Well, it's kind of similar to my life, so you know I could relate to it. Well, you had a you had a midget friend who died. No. Who used to be on stage with you. The hit in the head of the shoe before. No, no. I I hit Josie in the head of the shoe. That's my claim to fame. Aren't you proud? I am. All right, we got to run through. Heart these. was too big for that little body. Uh, <laughs> Jimmy in Orlando. What's yours? Hey, what's up, fellas? Mine is uh, my girl with uh, Dan Aykroyd and the yeah, two my kids. Yeah, my when he uh, when he dies at the end from getting stung by all the bees, Macaulay Culkin, right? Yeah, I didn't see yeah, that. Man. One. I, I, when I saw that, I, I cried at a few different movies before. When I saw that, I just couldn't understand how somebody could come up with something so freaking sad, man. <laughs> now, if you really want to cry, rent My Girl too, and wonder why they'd even run the budget for that one. Lenny and Deltona. Hey guys, how's it going? Hey buddy. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. I haven't talked to you all since before Christmas. And how about this? Let's go ahead and get this started. Happy Valentine's Day. Yeah. Hey, right on. I want to be on that one a full month ahead. Right on. Hey, listen, the movie I've got is Frequency, Dennis Quaid. Don't know if y'all have seen it, but, bro, Mm -hmm. let me tell you what. When you get to the last ten minutes of that movie, I don't care how much of a man you think you are. If you don't give a lump in your throat, you're just dead in the inside. isn't, Isn't that about losing, like, a spouse? Well, yeah, in the beginning of the movie, his dad dies, okay? And then somewhere there's a time-lapse continuum, kind of this whole, you know, time-space, whatever, and he winds up talking to his dad through a radio when he's like 30 years old. Well, somehow, going through this radio, he tells his dad what to do to prevent his death, tells him to quit smoking, tells him to do this, do that, prevent his murder, this, that, and the other. He winds up doing it through the radio and talking to him, you know, from present time into the past. And all of a sudden, time just changes right before his eyes. All of a sudden, his dad's there, his mom's there, his son is born, everybody's there. It's just, I tell you, you got to see like the last 15, 10, 10 to 15 minutes of this movie. Wow. And I swear, to put a lump in your throat the size of your fist, man. Wow, all right, thank you. Dubs likes other things the size of a man's fist in his throat. I'm, my mouth's not that big. I've seen you try. Hey. Tommy, you have one? No, not for me. I know some people get upset at the uh, end of, what is it, a Field of Dreams? Field of Dreams, yes. Yeah. Why? When this gay loser dad comes out from the dad or whatever and says, you want to play catch? 
and then hey, he bends over. No, I don't know what that. No was one about. bends over. They. Yeah, and he pulled out that that big. Uh, the ball, and he, they play catch. Come on. He's got his wood there. With all them. right, thank you. Uh, <laughs> all right, no more. You're phone. not human. We're gonna run through these phone calls really fast. This is what we call the hideout speed round. Lightning round as far as uh, getting these out. Ladies first, Amanda in Orlando. What do you got, Amanda? Uh, how about Schindler's List? Everyone says do that one and uh, go see that one. I haven't seen it yet. You've never seen Schindler's List? I have not oh. seen Schindler's List yet. Or The Notebook. The Notebook. Actually, TL sent me a message on MySpace. That's another one that he cried like a baby. Thank you, Amanda. Uh, Justin delivering pizza. Hey, uh, what about Stand and Deliver? Stand and Deliver. Oh. Yeah, I was the one, I was the one about the uh, the urban kids that had the uh, Puerto oh. Rican teacher that taught him the uh, math. I uh, know he was Mexican. He was. Oh, Me- he was Mexican. Ed- I apologize. Edward Edward James almost. And I don't remember crying in that one, but I remember it being a really good movie. Tom, you're in the hideout. What do you got, Tom? Hey, what's going on tonight, fellas? Yo, dude. Hey, I got uh, two quick things. Uh, the movie, man, Miracle, that gets me every time. Miracle, man. yeah, that one. That one. You know which one looks good is the one that's coming out about the uh, Texas Western, and the oh, yeah, uh, nice, yeah. and the all black like the first team to start uh, all black uh, uh, five starters in the NCAA Final Four. It's uh, hey, on the road I think or Glory Road or something like that. It's called. It looks really good. Hey, so there's one more thing. Glory, hey, listen, what? I work down in uh, West Palm Beach three nights a week, mm-hmm. man, and uh, in the morning I get. The uh, pleasure of listening to the David Lee Roth show, and that really makes me cry every morning. <laughs> How is it? I haven't heard anybody who's heard it yet. How is it? I, I, that, that is the worst piece of S I've ever heard in my life. I have heard that it is just an abortion. It's, hey, it's free. It's, it's, a tr- it's a train wreck, man. And not to mention the radio station down there sucks anyways, and it's just it's it's horrible. David Lee Roth, oh my God. I hey, Thank you, Tom. I appreciate it. Right, I'm, we got to run through these, man. People are jamming them up. Leon, on your way to O-Town. What do you got, Leon? Yes, sir. How are you tonight? All right, Duke. Be the big Lebowski, man. When Donnie goes at the end, or in the mm. middle, kind of, yeah. I, I, I shed some serious tears, bro. Uh, the, the big Lebowski? That's sad, man. He's, that, he's dead right on that. That was a sad part of the movie. Frank and Orlando. Hey, what's up, guys? Yo. Uh, Star Wars: Return of the Jedi. What part? When Luke is when Luke is burning his father at the end. That was sad. I'll give it to you on that one. When uh, when he when you again, you notice a lot of these for guys. It's all about daddy stuff. Yep. It's all about well, because you're either issues. you always have a dad, and you are maybe are a dad, you know, and you've uh, not done something right. They, but the, the the biggest thing about it though is that you have a dad. And you just, the relationship most times than not is never what you want it to be. And then when your dad dies, you're like, man, if I could only have told him I love him. But you can't. Because he's dead. I'll ne- he'll never know that I love him. Not breathing anymore. I should call my father and tell him I love him. Uh, it's, it's not free yet. I can do it tomorrow. Yeah. Half he'll, hour. He'll be alive tomorrow. Dun, dun, dun. You've just cursed your dad. No, I haven't. This show's kind of booked up for tomorrow anyway. You might want to reschedule it. Could you imagine? Now I almost feel like i got to call him tonight and I tell know. him that I love him. I know. Otherwise, what if he dies of a heart attack in his sleep tonight? And then he'll never know. He's going to. No, don't. Seriously, why would you do that? All right, we're, uh, we got a break. Hey. 
Good job, everybody. A lot of tearjerkers out there. We've all been there. Gibbs, did you have one? Intern Gibbs, did you have a movie that makes you cry? Rain Man was pretty sad, and it was funny at the same time, so it made a really good movie. Hmm. Rain Man. Nice. Was it the part where he's just counting over and over, or... When he likes to drive cars, he's a good driver. Is it about going to Kmart, not being able to get underwear? That, that, yes. Like that part was... I'm counting cards. Because I've gone to Kmart before and not been able to get underwear, so I could relate. Did it bring back bad memories when your mom would take you to Kmart to get undershirts, and you try them on, and you'd stretch out the neck because you're big head, and then... And it's a you-break-you-buy type thing? Kmart has small hats, too. No, that's the world, apparently, because you have an eight-and-a-half head. It's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Me hinte! Let's do this damn thing. Welcome back into the Hideout Road Radio 104.1 live on a Thursday night. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Talk to the uh, Hideout News Director, Sir Gary the Prophet. Sir Gary. Sir Gary? Sir Gary there? Yeah, how you coming tonight? Outstanding. And you, my friend? I'm doing pretty good. Thank you. Uh, it's supposed to be real cold tomorrow. Oh, yeah, oh, no. that's what I'm hearing. Hey, before we get to the news, is there any movie that you ever watched while you were growing up that made you cry? Uh, I like to let me tender with Elvis Presley. Oh, I never thought about an Elvis Presley movie. I could see where that one would be real yeah, sad. He died in the, in the movie. Oh, you ruined it for me. He yeah, died in real life, too. He did? Mm-hmm. When did this happen? A long time ago. Yeah, like two years ago. Oh, all right. Well, at least it was recent. I don't feel so bad. I like The Passion of Jesus Christ. That was a good movie. I figure that's probably one that you yeah, uh, that you probably Did you cry cried. during that? I cried when, when uh, he said his brother across the Calvary for people's sins. Ah, yep, no, of course, absolutely. Hey, uh, Sir Gary, let me ask you something, my friend. Yes, sir, go ahead. Uh, what's in the news? Okay, uh, in the news is uh, uh, some guys been going around different stores, breaking in stores and uh, and stealing money, stealing money for the bubble gum machines. Oh, stealing money from the bubble gum machines? Yes, sir. That's not right. High roller. Yeah, what's he getting? Walking away with like a buck thirty-seven every time? I guess. <laughs> oh boy. Do you like bubble gum, Sir Gary? Yeah, I love bubble gum. Hmm. What kind's your favorite bubble gum? I like uh, the uh, bubble, bubble gum that has comics in it. Ah, bazooka. The bazooka gum. It's a bazooka. Yeah, that's great, Sir Gary. Where are you going to be on uh, on Sunday? Lord's willing, I'll be just coming to the morning at 10.30 at New Hope Community Baptist Church on Middle and Dillard Street. We're going to just pass Ace Hardware. It'll be best just passing it. It'll be the one the public's invited. Thank you, Sir Gary. I want you to have an outstanding Have a good evening. Home. God bless you. Enjoy your program. All right, buddy. Thanks. God bless you. Oh, he has. He has. Let's do the Chunks Fat Man Diary. Now, as a public service, the hideout presents a roadmap to dysfunction with Chunks and the Fat Man Diaries. <sighs> All right. This one's actually one, uh... This one's actually one I wrote today. What? Yeah. It's a, uh quite crazy story that got me upset, but ranks right up there. With any of the other fat mans? Yes. Alright, so this is something you wrote earlier. Yes. Okay, fair enough. What a crappy day. (laughs) I woke early with positive thoughts. However, at around 10 o'clock, I got hungry. (laughs) And decided that I was going to go treat myself to some lunch. I was starved. Yeah, I'm sure you needed it. Well, you know, I did. However, I only had ten dollars. 
And while driving to the store, I realized that I needed stamps as well to mail some way overdue bills. I guess the food would have to wait. That's okay, Aww. though. Maybe I would have a dollar or two left over to get something from the vending machine later on at work. As I pull into the grocery store parking lot, a car comes barreling around the corner and takes the spot I was going to pull into. I notice an old lady got out. Oh well, she must be senile. It's okay, she'll probably be dead by the end of the year anyway. So I didn't mind about her getting my spot. I went into the store in a little bit of a hurry. However, I had to stop on my way to the register to help out someone who had dropped their bags of food on the ground. When I finished up, I walked up to the register, and the same old lady jumped in front of me again. <laughs> she had five different apple pies. Well, speed the hell up, then, if some old lady's beating you to the uh, to everything. She jetted in. I didn't know where she came from. She had five apple pies. Excuse me, she said to the clerk. I'd like all of these rung up separately. They're starting to get a little upset. Go to a different line. You can't do that, man. I mean, you're in line, you're in line. That's like a matter of pride. Yeah. Huh? <clears throat> the lady paid. And then I asked the clerk if he had stamps. He told me no. And then I had to go to the customer service desk to get them. Of course. However, I couldn't get out of the aisle because the same old lady was packing up her cart with the pies. Excuse me, I said. Um, I just need to get through to go to customer service. You can wait. <laughs> I'm an old lady and you need to have respect for your elders. Uh, yeah, but it would just take me one second, I said. Tough. Actually, she said... Tough ass, but uh, <laughs> it probably is like that when you're old. Yeah, I can't imagine that it's the going to be easy. Consistency can't be that great. So I waited for her to pack up, and went over to the customer service desk. There was somebody in front of me buying lottery tickets. It took them about five minutes. I was all the more <laughs> getting frustrated. I finally get to the clerk and I say, "Dude." Do you Dude. have stamps? Please. This is absolutely we do, but unfortunately the price has gone up to them. Two cents each. When did Dude. this happen? I guess it happened last week. Or it's been happening by uh by How the much was it? Thirty nine cents each now. Thirty nine? Yeah, by the end of the I thought it was still thirty two. No. <laughs> you gotta get new ones by the eighth or else uh you can't ship anything out. As I was asking the clerk for my stamps. The old lady came behind me. Ew. I thought it was... All right, how does that even happen? I thought that stopped once they stopped bleeding. Oh, my God. I bought the stamps from my gentleman, or from the gentleman behind the desk. And as I was about to leave, she bumps me with the cart and says, move it. Well, of course you have a large ass. There's only so much room in a grocery store. At this point, I lose it. But I was determined to get the old bitch at her own game. I said, hey, what are you getting here? I'm getting some lottery tickets. Oh, yeah? When did she become Irish or yeah. Scottish? Well, she is. 
Yeah, what, you, you play any special numbers or anything? I say to the lady. Yes, I do. All of my grandkids' birthdays, I play those numbers every week. I said, really? Let me see those. Foolishly, she hands me her lottery ticket numbers. Mm-hmm. And I say to the clerk, clerk, I've got a couple spare change, a little spare change in my pocket. I would like a lottery ticket with these numbers on them. I get the ticket. I turn around and I say, there you go, you old bitch. You should have just moved out of my blanking way. Not realizing where I was, the clerk stares at me oddly. I say, dude, I'm sorry. This bitch had it coming. Dude. I walk out feeling triumphant. I got and what? They got over on some old lady who's going to die before the end of the year? That's damn right. I was, all, I was happy with myself until I got to the station. Took my letters, ready to pay them in the mailbox, and realized I had left the stamps at the counter. You're such a moron. No, but, but I got this bitch's ticket right here. All right, let me see. Yeah, bring it over Bring here. the lottery ticket in. You don't believe me? Yeah, I want to see the lottery ticket. Look. Show it the dubs. Look. Look at that. That's the old bitch's numbers. All right, everybody play 5, 26, 30, 33, 50, 53. 5, 26, 30, 33, 50, 53. What are you doing? All right, no, let me see it. Play it. Let me see it. Yeah. Is your lottery ticket? Hey! What are you doing with that thing? Now everyone else can win but you. You can't that up. You gave the numbers out. It's for me to get bored. Dude, that is not cool at all. I don't even have money to go get changed. You stole. You wouldn't give me any. Basically, I'm just ripping up. Basically, I'm just ripping up a dollar. Yeah. Do you want the leftovers? I don't want that. Would somebody tell him that he can just go to an ATM and get stamps very easily? Yeah, any ATM has stamps. <laughs> you gotta be kidding me! Good luck. I don't even know why I try. Well, at least thanks for not harassing me for this fat man diary, though. It's great. Fantastic time! I should have known you have ripped it up! <laughs> Dude, I could have got one over on the old bitch. Now I can't even buy another one because everyone knows the numbers. It's pointless. <laughs> but at least you still have your ticket in case you win. Oh. That's right. It's in I pieces. can't. Dude, I'm seriously hungry, too. That's no joke. Does anyone. What, were you going to eat the ticket? <laughs> no. You want to well, Shut up. You want to eat the leftovers? Like, pretend like each one's popcorn? No, you don't understand. I used the last spare change I had to get this ticket. I was going to use it in the vending machine to get some uh, Cheetos. Or maybe you can piece together the lottery ticket in the form of a dollar and see if that works. That's not going to work. Now I don't have nothing at Je all. Jeff and Apopka, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. Hey, man. How's it going with you guys? Hey, buddy. Great show. Listen, I was listening to your show, and especially after the Christmas thing, I think Chuck's has got a, a, a deal with uh, old people, man. He was ragging on his grandma. Now he's ragging on this other old lady. He's got real serious issues. The funny, to see a shrink. the funny thing is, he's 24, he walks like an old man, he's hunched over all the time, he's uh, frowning all the time like he's an old man, he, but he has some kind of odd anger against anybody over the age of 50. Yeah, what is that, Chunks? Is it because you already have a spare tire and you, uh, 
Or just at a quarter of a century now? No. What is it then? They no. piss me off, man. Dude. Nobody likes old people unless it's a grandmother. And then everyone else hates them. And then you hate your grandmother. You're always giving a crap. Well, yeah, but she's throwing ornaments at my head and hitting me with a cane. What grandmother does that? You're supposed to be reassuring your kid and tell them they'll do great things. I know. She one. tells me that I'm an S-head. Yeah. I was, <laughs> I don't, the, the grandmothers who do that are the, grand, the grandmothers with uh, S-head grandsons. Yep. I bet she'd give you some stamps. It's not funny. When the hell Why don't you go buy an apple pie right now? The most now? disturbing thing out of all that is the fact that stamps are 39 cents. Yeah. The post office, it was great when it was a quarter. Now you're all the way up to 40, nearly 40 cents. I swear to God, I thought it was still 32. I don't know when that changed. That changed in 88. And your chicken to all that? She's the one doing all yeah, that stuff. Yeah, she does that stuff. And plus, people pay online. Maybe that's the whole thing. Um, uh, Bad Andy. I like the stamp in years. Bad hey, Andy man. at Domino's. What's up? Uh, not much, man. I'll, I'll hook chunks up, man. With what? Pizza, man. I'm from Domino's. You want to hook? You want to hook up chunks with a pizza? Yeah, dude. Chunks. What kind of pizza you like? Uh, all right, all right. I like bacon and pepperoni, sir. Okay. Yeah. All right. Thank Where you. Where are you guys at? 2500 uh, Maitland Center Parkway. Nice. Thanks, dude. He's gonna bring you a free pizza from Domino's. I hope you get some. <laughs> yeah, that'd be a shame if we all ate it first. Ah. Uh, Damn it. We're starving. Yeah. Tony and Rock Ledge, you're in the Hide Adam Road Radio. Guys, loving the show as always. Thank uh, you. I just wanted to uh, say that I kind of got chunks back on the whole uh, getting no one over on the old lady thing. Uh, I got to give him props for it. I hate old people. Old right, what, people suck. What did old um, people ever do to you? Um, they're eating up my Social Security. It's <laughs> not going to be around by the time they're all dead and gone. It's time for me to collect. Uh, you know that is, that is actually probably one. The one that always pisses me off is that when you go to a doctor's office, it takes forever because they just want to sit there and chat. Mm -hmm. yeah. They, they want to talk to the, the doctor. Anywhere, yeah, anywhere they go out to, it's like they're they're one big thing going to the uh, the supermarket, going anywhere. And uh, when they get there, they don't want to leave, so they'll stay in line forever, right? Just chatting it up with everybody, just to have someone to talk to. They can't their, drive. Their kids don't care about them anymore, so they think the the teller at uh, the bank does. Are you 24 or 25, Chunk? 25. Hmm. Now. Why? That's good. One one year closer to death. Well, Dub said you were 24 earlier. Ah. Uh, hmm. And I'd forgotten. Are you 24 yet, Dubs? I'm 25. <laughs> Get the hell out of here. D-Man, the pizza man, what do you got? What's up? Hey, uh, I just want to let Chunk know I'll bring him a pizza, too. Oh, wow. Yeah, so what do you like on your pizza again, Tom, besides bacon and pe pecoroni? Um, you just you just like a nice pecker on there, wouldn't you? No. Jeez, is cool, man. That's really nice of you. Thank you. Well, once you get in your car, it's all the way to Titusville, brother, and I'll get you anything you want. Yeah, oh. why don't you go ahead over to Titusville? Oh, real Canadian. Nobody has any sympathy for me, and I'm not going to get any other pizza either, and I'm trying to maintain composure because I'm supposed to resolve to be cooler. For what? the new year. I'm supposed to be cooler for the new year. Here's I know what it is. It's your lottery ticket. Yeah. It's going to win, too. You know with my luck that number was going to win. And there's going to be millions of people all over Orlando who have that number now. They're going to get a piece Shut of it up. from me. Shut up. Nobody likes to cry, baby. Willie in Orlando. and get yourself a piece of pizza. <laughs> Willie in Orlando, you're in the hideout. We got Willie. What's up, fellas? Yo, dope. Hey, so um, I was in the post office buying stamps, and the post office guy was telling me why the stamps are going up. 
apparently there was some lawsuit from the Native American society of uh, oh, yeah. the United States of America, and they sued him for a bunch of billion dollars from past money owed from land and whatnot. Is that so true? Yeah. But yeah, so the stamp that's coming out, the two-cent stamp, is uh, this Navajo Indian stamp that has this piece of jewelry on it, and all the proceeds from the sale of those stamps are... Isn't it enough they get all the cool um, football team names? Redskins, no Warriors... I mean, they get everything. Seminoles. I think the Native Americans have come out on top. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Coming up, uh... The Hideout Door Prize Blowout, giving away some prizes for you. We'll do that in just about ten minutes. Kimmy and Kat are here, the Hideout Massage Therapists. Missed you, ladies. Kat's bringing the pain on me today. Is she? Yeah, I like it. She sent me a picture on MySpace of her boobies just covering up her nips. She said uh, in 2006 you're going to see them. If you go to uh, hideoutheretics.net, you can see uh, Kim's. What? She's covering hers up with her, her nips up too, but you can't. Uh, what is it? Why can't you? Why can't you show a little nipple? We've all seen one before. Let us see yours. It's just a nipple. So I don't have to put a red piece of gum on the pictures to make it look like it. That's the only reason I carry a big red around, just so I can. On, uh, a little, nip- a little cinnamon trident on top of a pepperoni. I'm thinking, yeah, yeah. that's what it is. Uh, by the way, I want to say hello to uh, Fernando. Um, the crazy thing about MySpace, I'm finding a whole bunch of my high school buddies. Mm-hmm. And so Fern is uh, online listening right now on realradio.fm. Oh, nice. Fern, um, Kev, some like, really cool guys. And Fernando I had known since I think the sixth grade, maybe. Mm-hmm. He was always the cool kid in school. And then, Now he's uh, a pussy. No, no, he's not. That's what you told me off the air. Shut the hell up. Why are you always always starting trouble? (laughs) Always starting trouble. We'll talk to Cover the Sun there here uh, as we uh, spotlight some local talent. Our buddy Bonk, Hideout Heretic, uh, Bonk Swap Matt. Um, Oh, real fast, speaking of the website, Mm realradio.fm, Hideout Fantasy Football is over with, and Tuttle got the fewest points in the league. So Tuttle has to execute all 17 stunts in one night. And he also owes us one still. He's backlogged from a few weeks ago. Um, some of the stunts include Dubs' uh, taser to the taint. Mm-hmm. There was me getting beaten by the Fatal Fetish Girls. There's the hottest yard, snorting the yard of Dave's Insanity Hot Sauce. Icy hot to the junk. Icy hot to the junk. Hold on, I got the whole list in front of me. Dubs, do you have that list? Yeah, I have it right here. Uh, we have uh, self-inflicted staples, uh, mousetrap gauntlet, uh, rug burn. Oh, the pisky to- uh, cocktail mm-hmm. that he uh, drank. Um, schoolyard punishments. Oh, man, look at those. The rug burn that made chunks, mm-hmm. that helped chunks grow a vagina on his back. Did he go to the hospital uh, to take care of? The fear factor buffet that chunks had to do out at Miss Monster. I forgot about these. And also anti-babe uh, beating. Now, here's the thing, too. Um, Over there, Tommy Bateman, you owe us one, Chunks owes us a stunt, and Tuttle owes us one, so we can wrap up the 17 for all 17 weeks of fantasy football. Mm-hmm. And we're trying to find a place, because I'd love to just go ahead and do a live broadcast, Tuttle is a star, 17 stunts in one night. I'd love to look in and see if we could find some place that would uh I would love to do that. Take us in. And poor Tuds. Uh you know what? No. Not poor Tuds. 
He didn't try hard enough. That's what you get for yeah. drafting a bunch of Miami Dolphins. No, that was drunky. No, Tuttle did too, oh. though. He just got the worst half. Yeah. You got to draft some players that play outside of Florida. And here's the other I do worry about his safety, too. Oh, there's a lot of hardcore things going on. He's in there. like, oh, it's no big deal. 17 stunts in one night, whatever. Uh, let's see. At least two of these have sent people to the emergency room. Mm-hmm. So I know, Oh, don't forget about the spraying mace on the buffalo chips. Mm-hmm. I say he sprays the mace on the buffalo chips and then washes it down with the pisky drink. Might as well. It's going to be a great night. I want to do that before uh, the end of the year. Or maybe we have him do I would rather do it in a separate live broadcast, but maybe he does it all at the Premier Adult Factory Outlet because we're already broadcasting live on uh, February 10th. For my birthday. I like that. That's going to be a blast. All right, Dubs, let's go ahead and take a break. And we'll come back. Uh, 407-916-1041, We still have got a ton of great prizes to give away, including a pair of tickets to see Stephen Wright, uh, Wright at the Hard Rock Alive. Great comedian. Uh, on Saturday, January 21st, more info, hardrock.com. Tickets to the Daytona Beach Boat Show. Uh, Real Radio prize packs, tickets to the Super Bowl of Motorsports, The Shield, Season 4 on DVD. What game show do we have uh, for the Hideout Door Prize blowout coming up next, Tommy Bateman? You know, the part I always forget to do about these is come with a name. All right. Well, we'll Basically, the top 1080 sitcoms. Game show. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> game show, game show. So uh, you're going to ask them a question about his 80s sitcom, they have to name the sitcom. Yes. All right. It's the hideout. Call now and be a winner with the hideout on Rural Radio 104.1. Talk about boners to bone on that one. It was growing pain. Yeah, <laughs> boners to bone. <laughs> I forgot about that. Hold Make up. sure you go to my MySpace page and see a nice picture of boners to bone. Really? Yes. Are, are we just giving out prizes then at this well, point? Well, usually everyone complains that my game shows are too hard. My goodness. All right, we'll try, um, maybe cut back on the description a little bit. I know, prom- I, the only reason is because it seems like promotions are just going to hate us. Uh, Screw them. We'll go to Gary and Claremont. You're in the hideout on Road Radio, the 80s uh, sitcom game show, game show. All right. How you doing, guys? All right, buddy. Thank you. I've never seen the show, but it's one of Hefe's absolute favorite 80s sitcoms, starring Richard Mole as a bald bailiff, John Larroquette, and a Night very... S- Night Court. Yeah, thanks. All right, hold on here. Wait. Can we get the Night Court theme at least? Where did Night Court come in at? That was number three. I had That's a- definitely a, a good pick there. I hate that it's not on reruns like all the time. Oh, it is now. Where? They just started reruns up on, uh, I think, uh, TV Land. I don't have cable. They need to put that on 27 instead of those... Damn infomercials oh, with the, the DV- Natural Cures guy. The DVDs are out too now. All right, I could use that for my uh, birthday, February 10th. I'm gonna go ahead and start throwing out my birthday list. Night Court. And who who would you rather have been, Dan or Harry? When Dan. Yeah. Dan got all the poons. He's getting so much ass. I'm just thinking, man, when I grow up. I watched I'll- one where he's banging a schizophrenic client. Like, yeah, that's not gonna get you disbarred. That's a dream. That's a dream of ours. Right, let's move on to Jimmy and Leesburg. Jimmy, you're next up in the hideout. Hi, man. Hello. Here is uh, here's Tommy Bateman with the 80s sitcom game show. Starring a furry puppet, this 80s sitcom <laughs> starred Max Wright as Willie Tanner and his nosy neighbors, the Achmonics. Though they never actually finished the finale of the show, we're still staying tuned because the star told us he'd be right back because he's got our cat. 
Name this 80s sitcom. Um, is it Alf? Yes. I hate this game. What was the, <laughs> what was the B- I don't think we can play anymore because we're out of prizes. What was the BLT sandwich? I don't remember. It was, uh... Bacon, lettuce, and Talbot, wasn't it? With like, wasn't yeah. that the name of the cat? But I don't know if that's the actual no, name Lucky of the cat. Lucky was the cat. Lucky, yeah. Bacon, Bacon, Lucky, and Tomato Sandwich. That's what it was. All right, screw this game. This is too easy. <laughs> All right, where was that? Where did that one come in? That was number six. Alf number six of the 80s? All right, Above we... Growing Pains and Different Strokes. Alf was awesome, man. I loved it. I remember seeing the first episode and thinking, this is genius. Yeah, watch it now and uh, see if you can say the same thing. I no. bet it holds up. No. no. Could you imagine? Who was it? Who's the idea of, hey, we're going to get a dog Muppet looking thing and put it on at 7.30 on NBC, right before Empty Nest? Who comes up with that? And why do they... Remember the episode where he drops a toaster into the, uh, into the uh, tub with him? And then he has to do a little PSA afterwards, saying, hey, kids, don't actually drop a toaster in the tub. It'll kill you. Didn't he have amnesia after that? Yeah. Why do I know this? <laughs> I'm telling you, Alf is another one. All right, I like all these sitcoms, except I hated Growing Pains. You didn't like Show Growing me Pains? That smile no. again. Have you ever seen the Growing Pains movie? No, not interested. Don't You're a time. homo. What? Oh, yeah, that makes me a homo. <laughs> All right, we'll do one more just because he's been on hold. Ryan in Orlando, you ready, buddy? Yes, sir. All right, basically you're going to win a prize. I'm cutting out all the easy stuff. All right. Finally. This this 80s sitcom was set in the 60s and dealt with growing up. Though we never actually saw him, Daniel Stern from Home Alone was a major star. And we did get to fall in love with that piece of ass, Olivia Dabo, who was the older sister on the show. What 80s sitcom is that? Come on, you know this. (laughs) Um... Voiceover, think voiceover. Hey. Oh, you're the first loser, Ryan. Jesus. Wonder years. Yeah, come on. That was number five. That should have been number one. All right, that's it for the game. Everybody is on hold to winner. What one was number one? All right, go give us the list uh, from ten to one. Number ten was Different Strokes. Mm-hmm. I number loved it. Number nine was Perfect Strangers. I Balky was epic. That was crap. You really? Mm-hmm. Yes. I thought it was a good... Uh, you know, I always wanted a... Uh, Cousin to visit me from a foreign land. Cousin Larry Appleton. Right. Eight was Growing Pains. Seven was Family Ties. Did you like Family Ties, Dubs? No, I was never a big Family Ties guy. I dug it a lot. I remember crying during one episode. I don't know what that episode was, though. There was one where it hit really sad. Do you really remember... shook you up? Do you remember the, um... Sorry, Parkinson's joke. I got you. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh... <laughs> Do you remember the Lifetime movie or even the made-for-TV movie? My Breast. With Meredith Baxter Burney where she yep. had bulimia? No. she had No, a... she did one where she had bulimia. And I remember it being a great scene because there's something I always wondered why it didn't happen more often in the grocery store. She's running through the grocery store, eating cookies, uh, like eating the ice cream right, right there in the aisles, and then goes into the bathroom of the grocery store and throws up. It's a great movie, and I'm thinking... Why hasn't a homeless person ever just done that? Just walking around, just eating. Oh, yeah, I'm going to pay for this. And then just walk out. I just imagine sometimes how easy it would be to just steal food if you really needed it from a grocery store. Unless there's an old bitch in front of you blocking the door. When are you going to let that go already? Move on. When she dies. She called and yelled F.U. chunks. Um, what is, uh, what was number six? Number six was Alf, which is no way better than Family Ties. Number five was The Wonder Years. 
definitely belongs there. Matt Albert says, uh, speaking of the Wonder Years, here's another hint to that. Five-hour banging session. All right, all right. Number (laughs) Winnie Cooper. (laughs) My porno will be available uh, February 14th. Winnie's in it? I hate you. I I wouldn't doubt it. Son of a bitch. (laughs) No, these are fitness girls. Uh, Number four was The Cosby Show. And number three was Night Court. Number two was Dub's favorite, even though it sort of started in the 70s, was Three's Company. Why would that be my favorite? Because you love Jack Tripper. Oh, yeah. And number Falling one, over an ottoman. Can anybody guess what... Um, we haven't number done number one yet? Can you guys guess? Uh, hold on. Let me see. We've named off the Cosby Show Night... Cheers! Silver Spoons. Uh, it should have been Silver Spoons. It was actually <laughs> Silver <cheers>. Spoons! <laughs> What was your guess, Chunks? I was going to go with, uh, did anyone say Full House? Oh, God. Oh, come on. You should hey. be beaten. <laughs> Why do you say Dinosaurs next? <laughs> oh, that was great. Not the mama. <laughs> dinosaurs. One ass. Yeah, cheer. You know what's funny, too? Right, which one of those shows? And right, you can turn the mute. I told you to find something else other than the Cosby <laughs> show. You had to find the most annoying one. <laughs> Which one of those shows still hold up today? You can watch and be like, you know what? I'm digging this. I still dig Night Court. Wonder I can, Years. I can still watch Cheers. Wonder Years is the one I'll watch over and over and over again. Why? And for some, I don't know. And for some reason, Boy Meets World, too. That's not the 80s, though. Whatever. Well, the Wonder Years is because it was set in a different time. It's not like, oh, those 80s, what the hell were we thinking yeah. with mm. those, you know, stupid, fake, huge cell phones. Zach Morris. Cell, Zach cell Morris phone. was a, a pimp with his big ass cell phone. That show even sucked when it was on. What? Saved, Saved by, by the, the bell? bell? No way. The worst was when he could stop time for a little bit by snapping his fingers like he's a uh, small wonder. And no, what, small wonder wasn't the. Uh, what was the one where uh, he could, she could snap her fingers and stop time? Uh, out of this world. Out of this world. I can't small, be beat on this. Small wonders was another one though. Yeah. That was good. If you want to see a picture of Small Wonder, go to my MySpace page. Is that what yours is? Is it 80s uh, game or 80s sitcoms? Just really bad stuff. Uh, there's a picture of Dreyfus on there, too. Empty nest. What was, was Small Wonder the one with the robot? Like, yeah. The chick yeah. is a robot? Uh, you know what was left off of there that I think is better than some of those Golden Girls? You can't Definitely. tell me occasionally, even as a man, you're sitting there flipping through Lifetime, you see Golden Girls on your Oh, I'll watch it, it every time. Yeah, I watch it every night. Running one out right. to... Uh, every night might be... Run Blanche Devereaux? Yeah, we're running one out to ba- Blanche. Yeah. Betty White was much hotter. Dude, but there was some sexuality about uh, Blanche. Yeah, but but uh, Sophia, she was the catch. Oh, no, that's just... <laughs> nice, <that>. small, and tight. <laughs> Is that the title of your next uh, porno DVD? I'm, I'm writing that down. Uh, how about Charles in Charge? What? Oh, <laughs> Buddy Lembeck? Oh, speaking of... Uh, Senko de Bayo will be coming up pretty soon. Great, I can't wait. I know we were here less than a month, and that's one of the big things we rolled out. Hey, Central Florida, we're the hideout. Here's Senko de Bayo. Hola, Adam Bauello. Tenemos que limpar hasta para arriba antes de que se pala o cansaga casero. I'm proud of that one. <laughs> All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. It's a hideout. It's my Ju- Jubeo uh, Christian philosophy. <laughs> Row Radio 104.1. Cover the sun in the hideout. Row Radio 104.1. 
spotlighting some talent, homegrown talent right here in Central Florida. It's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1 with El Jefe and J-Dubs. 407-916-1041, Cover the sun. Um, our buddy Bong Swat Matt, hideout heretic, becoming a lot more, too. He turned us on to a place, Patty McGee's, mm-hmm. that I am proud to say we're going to start doing a happy hour, a hideout happy hour on Thursdays over at Patty McGee's. Great bar. And so uh, we appreciate that very much from Bong Swat Matt. And a great band, and you guys, Bonks, what? I guess we'll just let you be the spokesperson, if you don't mind. But Bonks, uh, but uh, Cover the Sun, you got uh, Sean on guitar and vocals, uh, John on guitar and vocals, Bonks, what does the bass? He's uh, also on hereticshideout.com. There's a picture of him playing the bass on there. And uh, Jacob does the uh, drums. And you guys get a big... Who's that? It's Travis. Travis on drums. Oh, what does it say Jacob Townsend on drums? <laughs> what is that about? I, I guess somebody got over. But uh, it's Travis who's on the drums. But tomorrow at Back Booth, you guys get a big gig going on over there at the uh, Back Booth. What's happening uh, over there, Bonk Spot? Well, it's uh, Emergenta Music Festival, and there's... There's eight bands that are uh, kind of competing. Four of them get to move forward to the next round, and the overall winner gets to go to Germany. Oh wow! For the grand finale, yeah, it's pretty cool. Oh, so well, how do you guys win? And what's the thing about how does Cover the Sun um, move on? It's by support, really. It's by votes, number of people that come out and to support you and vote you forward. And uh, you got a 50-50 chance of going forward in the first round. Oh, so, so nice. nice. Yeah. All right, so what we need is the heretics to come out in full support. Do they say, hey, we're here to see Cover the Sun? Yeah, that, that definitely helps out. All right, that's beautiful. Now, um, you guys are on MySpace, of course, myspace.com slash Cover the Sun. And uh, Dubs, you and I, uh, one of the things that we really want to do here in Central Florida is get the local flavor out there. Mm-hmm. We know what it's like. You want and to... uh, you know, kind of get involved with it, and you know, ha- have us find out about it because we don't really know. We've only been here for. There's so much music out there. There's so many talented people. You know, and on radio nowadays, it's just tough because you know Jamie Fox is number one on the radio. <laughs> you know, so you know you want to help out as many people as you can. Plus, eventually, when you guys make it big, I'd like a little thing in the liner notes, thing into the hideout. For making it happen. Um, and Heretics What? That's a big one, too. Heretics What? So, Bong Swap Matt is one of our friends. Again, myspace.com slash cover the sun tomorrow at Back Booth. Uh, that's on Pine Street. Everybody knows where Back Booth is. And make sure you say that you're there to see Cover the Sun. You have also brought in a little game for Chunks. Is this right? Yeah, I, I saw the other day they were bringing up uh, breaking his Nintendo 64 and. Right. Tearing up his 007. I, I had all that stuff kind of stashed away, and I don't really use it anymore. Oh, now Chunks is a huge gamer. He loves all of this. Yeah, he, I read his little thread on uh, hideoutheretics.net where he was talking about his gaming chair you guys bought him. Right, exactly. So um, what, do you, what do you have for Chunks then? Uh, there's a game console. There's a PlayStation 1 in there, too, with some games. And uh, I have like four games for the Nintendo, one of them being 007. And Madden 64 is another one. Oh, man, that's so hard to find. So so what does he have to do in order to win, Bong Swat? Well, well, I got a little game. like I got three of them wrapped up at random, and I I brought a 20-ounce hammer. And and he's got to break one of them to get the whole bag. So, so you could be breaking your 007 again. Oh, I, now, man. let me tell you something. You First of all, this Dude. is why the heretics are great. Bong Schwab Matt not only comes in to, you know, to push Cover the Sun tomorrow at Back Booth, 
But he also comes up with content. Mm-hmm. That's what I like about it. For Chunks, Chunks has to be somebody in order to win this. Dude, this is epic, oh, dude. dude. It'd be like smashing a kid, man. I mean, he That's can't... Fun? No. I a turn on? What are you talking about? I don't understand. Pretend it was uh, getting in front of you when you're trying to buy stamps. Nah, this is this is this is this is probably the sickest thing I've ever heard, man. These are classics that you can't find anywhere. All right, now let me see. All right, so let me see how you have it set up. Now we have Kimmy and Cat, our massage therapist here. I'm gonna have to take mm-hmm. a quick break, even though uh, I just looked up Not her me. skirt. Um, all right. So what do you have, Bongshwat? Where are they? Uh, it's behind you over there. All right, well, you grab that one for me real fast. And he has them. I guess they're wrapped up. Again, cover the sun. Uh, tomorrow at the back booth, it's a big, uh, it's, it's a battle of the bands. You mentioned you're there to see our buddies cover the sun and hide out, support hideout heretic Bong Swap uh, Matt. So Bong Swap Matt uh, just pulled out a big piece of wood and a hammer. And now that he's looks familiar. <laughs> and now he's uh, laying out uh, three different games. All right, now oh here's, a, here's what I think. I think Chunks has to break two of the three. Two of them? Dude, this is, this is, dude, you don't understand, man. These are classics. I like two. <laughs> dude, honestly, dude, these, you can't find these things anywhere. But hold on. You never, you didn't even have this to begin with. Yeah. I know, man, but this is like a rare breed. It's like somebody brings you like a diamond ring, and I'm never going to be able to afford a diamond ring. It's, what would you do with a diamond ring anyway? And Sell you, it. You're an ass. And you could if you won the lottery. Oh, wait. Never mind. So, why don't you get in here, Chunks? Oh, man. This is... Please. Again, uh, myspace.com slash cover the sun. And uh, keep their music up underneath us the whole time. We'll just keep playing it the whole time so people can uh, know get what Get a they're... feel for it. Yeah, it sounds good, too, by the way, guys. Very good. All right. So, here you have the board. You have the three games that are wrapped up so you can't tell which is which. And the 20-ounce hammer. Dude, this is... Seriously, ask me to kill one of my kids. Well, you got to kill two of the three kids. Yeah. You have to pick which kid you it, like it, the most. It's game Sophie's choice. Except the problem is that uh, it's like a, all three kids were wrapped in a sleeping bag, so you don't even know which two kids you're killing. You can't even tell which one you're saving. Are you ready? Get down there, dude. you gotta, you got to smash them hard. All right, I want to hear this. All right. You ready? Pound it hard, Chunks, like it were your boyfriend. Which one are you going to do? <laughs> Pretend like it was a guy on your back. There's two white bags and one brown bag. I'm going to get rid of the two white bags. You're gonna, you, okay, what Bong Swat Matt did, what what Bong Swat Matt right. did, he, uh, he has three bags in there. Two of them are white, one of them are brown. All right, so now it's just been announced that 007 is in one of the white ones. He, he was planning on smashing both of the white ones. All right, now Chunks. What, are you really going to... You can't smash them both because that takes out the chance of you winning. But now you have to wonder which one... Which white sack it's in for the uh, for the Nintendo 64 007? Go ahead and smash the brown one. Go ahead and smash the brown one. Jeez, they made these things great. <laughs> oh, God! Come on, dude, it's the chip. It's not cool, man. Smash it. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> 
All right, open up that one and see which one that one is. <laughs> Wouldn't that be awful if that was the 007? That would just be an amazing twist of fate. Uh, it's the Madden. Oh, the finest one anywhere. Madden 64 is smashed. All right, Chunks. All right, you got two white ones now. There are two white sacks left. And you bonk swap Matt did a great job because even if you look, you can't even tell which can, one is which. You can't tell even if so, you get them up so close. So bonk swap, come over here. By the way, cover the sun tomorrow at the back booth. Battle the bands. Make sure you go out there. Um, one of them's 007, which is the one that Chunks wants. What's the other one? Cruising USA. All right, Cruising USA. So you could be stuck with Cruising USA if you. Uh... <laughs> And I, I think uh, Bonks was half a femme for playing Cruising USA. Dude, you guys, this is all I have. I live in a nest with nothing. I don't do anything. And this is all I really, really enjoy in my life. Do I have to go through with this? Of course you do. Get down here on the board. Have you decided which one you were going to smash? Yeah, of course. Are you going to eat me? Money more. Catch a tiger by the toe if you hard let him go. Eeny, meeny, miny, moe. This one. All right. Three, two. All right, Chunks. Are you ready? Not really, man. All right, smash it. All right, here we go. Again, keep on hitting it. Let me have it. You want to take a break and we'll come back and find out what it is? All right. We'll take it. my kids bleeding over there? It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Tomorrow night, go see our buddies, Hideout Heretic, uh, Bong Swap Matt, and the rest of Cover the Sun. Uh, big music festival at Back Booth. And um, make sure you tell them you're there to see Cover the Sun to support them. Heretics get out in full force. That'd be great. Uh, myspace.com slash cover the sun and the other great thing that's going down right now is that bong swap Matt came up with a great game he knows that chunks loves the uh, nintendo 64 version of 007 in fact when we very first got to town dubs and chunks went all over orlando trying to find a 64 and 007 and I believe we smashed it when you fleed and went back up to uh, Ron and Fez in D.C. and you were about to quit, right? Yes, and you soiled my Ron Dane jersey. That's yeah. right. People use it as toilet paper. So what ends up happening is Bong Swat comes in with a nice piece of uh, wood. Wait hey. a second. That didn't sound right. And a hammer. Oh, wait. Thank you. And, uh, and um, three Nintendo 64 games wrapped up. Mm-hmm. Chunks had to smash two of the three. He smashed Madden 64. That's the only one we know of so far. And he also smashed another one. We're about to find out if he ended up smashing Cruising USA. Yep. Or the game that he really wanted, 007. Chunks, do you want me to open it? Yeah. Uh, uh, dude, it, it seriously, it's like my kid is in the operating room and the doctor's either going to tell me he's alive or dead. And it's really, like, broken. Yeah, he didn't uh, hold back on it at all. Are you ready? Uh, yeah, well, uh, yeah. Uh, I got such chunks luck. Yeah, just go ahead. Chunks, you ended up breaking 
Goldeneye 007. And this time it was on your own hands. This time you did it. It's sick irony. It's not. No, it's broken. It's please. It's gone. It's dead already. Wow. You're killing my dead kid. You're killing your dead kid. Yes. <laughs> now it does, it looks like maybe it's just the shell that broke. You guys don't understand how hard it is to come. It is. It's still alive. Hold on. No. No. I just poured some water into the microchip. Oh, it's not gonna work now, man. Ain't a fish. It ain't meant for the ocean. What? Yeah. Here you go. Come get your prize. That. Yeah, come pick up Cruising USA. Enjoy that. Cruising for dudes USA. Well, bog swat, Matt. Cut for the sun. Uh, oh man! <laughs> tomorrow night at Back Booth, go see them, go support them. Uh, Bong Schwat, one of the head heretics on uh, hereticshideout.com, is actually a picture of him playing the bass. What's wrong, brother? You did it. Yeah. You realize you did it, right? He's got such anger issues that he just breaks anything in his path. If you just calm down and take yeah. a breath. I'm Brave. You know what? Swinging a hammer with no uh, with no thought. Why don't you get some stamps and send it back to Nintendo and see if they'll send you a new one? You can't, it's not funny. You can't do that. They don't make this game anymore. Well, maybe you'll win the lottery and you can buy all the ones you want. You still have your lottery tickets, right? Oh wait, no, those were torn up earlier. This is not. Dude, you were so, but dude, you won hey. cruising USA. Let me see how broke it is. Yeah. Ah, come on. You got cruising USA. Oh great, the gay game. <laughs> Be nice. Bong Swat gave you uh gave you a Thanks for the gay game. David and Longwood, you know where chunks can get 007? Yeah, I see one every time I go up. Oh, what happened to him? What happened? I don't know why you got disconnected. <laughs> Dude, you came at least, at least you came away with a prize. Yeah. It's kind of fitting. Cruising USA, wow, loads of fun. There's one car in it and one track. It's the worst game ever. It's not, Dude, it's a, you got a prize from Bong Swat. Thank you. You can find cruising anywhere you can't find Goldeneye. I I gotta say this. Cover the Sun now officially my favorite band here in Central Florida. Just I I like the music, but you should work these gimmicks uh, into the uh, into the um, the show tomorrow at the back booth. Make sure you go support these guys uh, tomorrow. And congratulations to Chunks for winning Cruising USA. Yeah. That's the one he's always talking about that he wants, and it's so hard to find. Yeah. No, that would be... Uh, that would Double be... O cruising. No, no, it would be gold. Oddly enough, eye. he goes out cruising for uh, seven. Brown eye. Yeah, <laughs> brown eye. And then there's a seven involved. I don't know. It's measuring something. Mm-hmm. Ah! What? Damn it! Now, you freaking game card cut me! I was screwed with it! Look at it! Um, are you guys nervous about the gig tomorrow, Bong Swap, because it is about all the bands, or is you just going to be feeling good about getting out there and playing live? No, we're really feeling good about getting out there. I mean, we've been playing together, me and these guys, for quite some time, and we're all pretty comfortable with each other. So the nerves don't uh, really 
get up like they used to? Nah, sometimes, you know, you never know. Sometimes you play with someone that just really lets loose, and mm. it can get you more motivated to bring your A game. Right. But it's just really another show. We we actually all live to play out. That's what we enjoy the most. Oh, that's great, man. I really do wish you guys best of luck. MySpace.com slash Cover the Sun. You know, I need to get in there. I'm going to put you guys in my top eight right now, too. I should have done that before the show. Um, We have a couple people on the uh, phones that say that they have GoldenEye for chunks. And they actually want to bring it up. Oh, okay. It Let's see. I'm <laughs> not oh. <laughs> funny. I'm trying seriously. I'm trying. And now I'm bleeding, and the game's broken. Well, up. that happens when you grow from a girl to a woman. Yeah, on your back. I mean, <laughs> oh man, <laughs> it's a special time. And it'll happen for years and years. Just make sure you keep a special pair of underwear for that time. It's. That's you time. You'll forget all about it when you go cruising later on your yeah. N64. I'm not going cruising. Look at the gay cover of this thing. Let me see it. And it's got poop or something on it. <laughs> it ties right there at the side. Let me see it. Someone pooped on your uh, Nintendo it's character. It's got crap on it. Would you like to uh, replace the golden eye with the golden shower? Maybe something like that would work out for you? Yeah, this is a, This is a gay game. It's two. And and Dubs just rubbed it off on chunks. Uh. All right, cover the sun, myspace.com, cover the sun, uh, slash cover the sun. Best of luck to you guys. Again, tomorrow night at the back booth, a battle of the bands. Make sure you say you're there to see cover the sun so that they can get to the second round. Cat just crushed what their cruising. What the hell was that? Cat just crushed cruising. <laughs> Die! Ah, uh, yeah, good for you, you venom. Never mind. <laughs> I'm supposed to be nicer to you broads. <laughs> Take a break and we'll come back. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Alright, welcome back into the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Coming up in just a bit, um, we'll do the Hey Hideout, the open phone segment, where it's unscreen phone calls, and uh, you getting a chance to hop in. That'll come up in about 15 minutes. If you have something you want to say and you want to be somebody, whatever you want, uh, you'll call up in just a little bit. Hey Hideout, open phones. Um... J-Dubs, though, a couple of things though, that we can throw out there. Maybe mm-hmm. people want to comment on. Um, you show, you were telling me uh, there. I guess there's a new television show coming up. Yeah, called- Book of Daniel. It's a, uh, a show about, I guess, a uh, like a priest who abuses painkillers. His uh, he has a gay son. By painkillers, does that mean kids? No, no, oh. he doesn't abuse children. He oh. has a gay son though, so. I don't know if that led to anything. Um, uh, Painkillers has uh, uh, a gay son and a promiscuous straight son, a daughter who uh, deals marijuana, and a wife who drinks too much. Oh, nice. So it's just middle America. Yeah. It's a show about uh, 12 families in Sanford. (laughs) It's great. Book of Daniel. Yeah. So two stations are not going to air this. Uh, One over in Little Rock, Arkansas. And the other is over in, um, I believe, Indiana somewhere. Terre Haute? Uh, yeah. All right, what's the problem? How come they're not airing it? 
Uh, well, I guess Christian groups are uh, pissed off because uh, they try to show Jesus as a kind of a tolerant person, and they. Uh, I guess that's bad. Yeah, they they don't believe uh, Jesus would be tolerant to that lifestyle. Of what painkillers? Painkillers and a gay son, I guess. I don't know. So they're literally pissed about that, and they've managed, Christian groups have managed to talk these NBC affiliates into not showing the book of Daniel. Yep, one in Little Rock, one in, in uh, Indiana, so. Um. I, that's the funniest part about it. Hey, they show uh, Jesus as being too tolerant. He's not that tolerant. He, uh, you know, he's a, he's a white guy like me who hates uh, blacks and gays. That's who G, my you Jesus do? is. You do? No, that's what I'm saying these Christian groups Oh, are. I thought you were just make, coming out and making an admission. No. I don't hate them. just don't feel comfortable around. I'll tolerate you, but I won't accept you. I didn't realize this. Now, what's funny to me is that they never realized Jesus was an Arab man who preached peace and acceptance. Mm-hmm. I don't know how the, the translation is lost. Where it comes to, no, he hated gay people and, uh, you know, not really a big fan of you and your uh, jumping and singing church. Hey, where did the lo- where did the message Jesus get lost? How did that happen? Who did it? Well, I, there's a lot of people who uh, will look through the Bible and uh, end up finding just a few little things in there that support their argument. It's such a big book anyway, you can find almost anything in there to support any argument. Have you ever tried to sit down and read the Bible? Uh, I have read... A good chunk of it. I, I, I went to church every Sunday till I was 14. Then what happened? I got a job. Then just stopped going. No, but you're supposed to give 10% of that to the church. Yeah, if they want 10% of my 4.85 an hour at that time. And you're just happy because you moved up to 7.85 an hour here at Real Radio. Yeah, it's wonderful. Hey, you're living you're living a little high on the hog there. Yeah, I can I can uh, afford giving ten percent now. Um, uh, it's a hideout real radio one hundred four point one. Now, Dubs, they've talked about free booze making the homeless healthier. Apparently, if you give homeless alcoholics a regular supply of booze, it can improve their health and their behavior, according to the Canadian Medical Association Journal. Of course, Canadians are saying that. I gotta dig the uh, like the Canadian lifestyle, mm-hmm. where it's just like yeah, whatever you want. Well, if you're an I, alcoholic, we'll just give it to you. Anything to stay warm. I think it's more to tolerate Nickelback and all that Canadian music. Big Wreck, or whatever the hell that band is. You know, I went to a Canadian music festival uh, because Tool was headlining it, uh, it, and they had like this uh, all these bands there, and there was a big pop. For all these bands I've never heard of, all the crowd is going nuts. It was like uh, a completely different world over there. Our Lady Peace. Our Lady Peace wasn't there, but I swear to God, it was a band called Big Wreck, and all these people were just going nuts for it. Um, coming up in just a second, uh, Hideout, open phones. Hey, Hideout. Um, so apparently, though, 17 homeless adults, all with long and chronic histories of alcohol abuse, were allowed up to 15 glasses of wine or sherry a day. A glass an hour from 7 in the morning to 10 p.m. in the Ottawa-based program, which started in 2002 and still happens. After an average of 16 months, the number of participants that got in trouble with the law has fallen 51% from the three years that they joined the program, and hospital emergency room visits were down 36%. 
So basically that's saying uh, theft will go down if we just give the crack addicts crack. Let's just, go ahead, let's just go ahead and give it to them, and they're not going to steal your TVs, and they're not going to mug you. So just support the habit through the government relations. Well, yeah, you keep them nice and docile. You know, you don't give them too much, but, you know, and, you know, keep them stupid, too, so they have no chance of getting out of their uh, hole. It is the lifestyle they've chosen. <laughs> they haven't been forced into that at all. I know you want to be drunk and uh, not be able to eat. Yeah, why don't you give them a sandwich? Why are you giving them all this alcohol, which costs much more than a few slices of bread and a head of lettuce? Here's an idea. Give them a job. Yeah, why don't you let them earn their their sherry or whatever you're talking about feeding them? All right, if you were a bum, what would you be uh, drinking? What would be your drink of choice? Water? Just something clean? (laughs) Okay, would it be nice Florida water or would it be uh, Avion? It would be clean water, which is not Florida water. I've never smelt such terrible water in my life. Stupid-ass intern. <laughs> Gibbs, yesterday? What about yesterday? It's bowel water. Oh, yeah. It was a miscommunication. You're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I like how it's just... And you know what's funny? What he just said, that's what the president said about going into Iraq. Mm-hmm. Eh, just a miscommunication. My bad. Well, if he were the president, I've already choked out and smacked the uh, president in the side of the head today. <laughs> he did, because I saw where he's attacking Gibbs in the uh, in the office. Yeah, he was slow answering the phones, and uh, I went over and I smacked him in the side of the head to get him to pay attention. Get on it, fathead. That's actually what I call my little brother, fathead. Gibbs, you're very close to having your name changed to fathead. Just because I love my little brother. How strong is your neck? It's got to be. you got to be like a horse. <laughs> That bobblehead! It's so huge! Mr. Ed over here. He's answering the phone call. He's wearing his headphones, but (laughs) the ears won't go all the way around. It's only one ear, and the other ear is all the way in the back. He almost looks like the guy from Face. uh, His face is so long. You know that? What was that movie? No, Mask. Mask, yeah. Yeah. Are you going to bring your mom Cher up here to meet us? My mom who? Cher. Oh, don't give us that long face. (laughs) It's not even long, though, dude. It's just enormous. It's like if it were a dinosaur egg. It's like all of a sudden we're in Jurassic Park. Hmm. (laughs) All right, Dub, speaking of bad news, uh, an international bus line has launched tours of uh, the devastated parts of New Orleans. It's been going on, but they finally kicked it up today. finally started today. What, you can take a tour of uh, the uh, the areas that aren't yet fixed of New Orleans? Yeah. Uh, Hurricane Katrina, America's worst catastrophe tour. <laughs> That's what they're calling it. I believe you can also see Rat and uh, Striper Yeah. on the tour. 35 bucks per person. Actually, they're the, uh, the guides. This is kind of a metaphor for our career. Taking you round and round New Orleans. This is, you know, there used to be a lot of partying going down here, but now it's just a shell of what it was. Uh, Gray Line, which runs more than 150 tours around the world, plans to note, donate three bucks a day to, uh, oh no, no, not three bucks a day, three dollars of each of the tickets to the New Orleans charity to try to rebuild. I was going to say three bucks a day. Congrats. It's How a, much is the, the tour? Thirty-five bucks. 
That's despicable. It's 28 for kids. You think? Or do they only give a dollar fifty though if it's kids? I don't know. <laughs> it's a three-hour tour and it's running once a day. A uh, three-hour tour. That was about yeah, a storm too. Yeah, that's not what you want to hear when you're going on that tour. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's not gonna bring anything back. Any uh, nice memories? Dubs, we have a professor on the on the trip here. You're against this, Dubs? Oh, I, I mean, it, maybe if they were given like 90 percent of it. Well, you gotta you gotta think gas is expensive down there. You know, you gotta pay the people who are gonna go on the tour. Three dollars. But it's three dollars per ticket. So let's maybe say you have 50 people on there. If they charged 35 bucks, I think at least. Fifteen should go to uh, everybody out there. Now you're being stingy. Now you don't care about America Corporations, the backbone of this society. I wonder who's uh, running this thing. What the what the company is? Um, if it's Tom Delay. Da- if it's those damn duck tours. I heard David Lee Roth is going to be on this tour next too. It's not working out for him so well. Do you remember those duck tours back in D.C.? I remember Duck Tales. I actually, I punched the clown to it once. What, the launch pad and the quack? It was on in the background. It really it was. The first time I ever did that. It was on in the other room while I was uh, in my bathroom thinking, did I just break it? What happened? <laughs> did I just break it? I, I got I just I got myself. I got to hop in the shower. Mine is broken. And then I realized, uh, you know what? This is great. This is the greatest feeling ever. All right, Dubs. Time for a hey hideout. Open phones. We've thrown some stuff out there. Anything you've heard on the show? Anything you have on your mind? Unscreen phone calls right now. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and star-1041 if you have a singular wireless phone. It's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1. All right, time for your unscreen phone calls here in the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. And we have, what, two prizes left over? Yes. All right, and, uh... Dubs, we decide we like the content of the phone call. We'll give you a prize, too. All right. And wait for you to, uh, we only got one open line right now, so we'll try to clear them out as fast as we can for you. Nightmare Dave, hideout heretic. What's going on, Nightmare Dave? Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, quick question. Are you guys having the open door policy tomorrow night? Open door is in effect tomorrow at 10 o'clock, and I think, uh, tomorrow night, did we want to go cosmic bowling up the street afterwards? Because from what I understand, they have dollar beer. Awesome. Dollar pitchers of I'm beer. Down. So I think in the, at the very least, uh, that's where a lot of the fun could happen. You going to make it up? Yep, I finally got Fridays off, and I'll be up for my first open door policy. Guys. Outstanding. Awesome. Nightmare yeah. Dave with the tattoo of the hideout logo on his uh, on his chest. What and else is going on? I might on? have a little present for um, Chunks. I might uh, go ahead and give up my golden knife for him just because you guys are so mean to him. And uh, first of all, nice hey, he but broke himself. He Bastard kind of did. Yeah, he was given the opportunity to win it. Bong Swat set up a very fair game. And Chunks had uh, the opportunity to win it, and he ended up smashing it. All right, well, I'll save him from himself and give it to him just because, uh, in general, I hate old people, too. So, And then he lost his stamps, and he just had a really bad day. Um, I wouldn't do that if I were you, Nightmare Dave. He's always saying, one of these days I'm going to smack Nightmare Dave in the face all those times that Dubs had to smack me in the face for Hefe's face. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> All right, how about that? He was a crappy pro wrestler anyway. What a jackass. Oh, no, he didn't. I don't know why you would give him anything. Oh, wow. All right, you know, you just type this, uh, that picture of him on MySpace, faggy. And that's (laughs) not right, No, you guys, 
Not only am I not going to get the game, you're going to get me killed. I don't even understand what that. Nightmare Dave's a buddy. No, don't hit the jitterbug drop. Don't do it, Chunks. Oh, oh God. No. <laughs> I know. At least, no, all right, no, the jitterbug's no. okay, but when you give him the whole... No. Not the... Not, I, don't give him the whole one. No, I, oh. no, oh, man, I'm going to be killed. All right, thank you, Nightmare Dave. We'll All see right. you tomorrow, buddy. Uh, 407-916-1041, No, uh, you're on screen phone calls. Let's go over to Destro. Yo, what's going on? Yo. Hey, um, we met Destro. Destro's out. He came and uh, hung out over at the uh, Phantom Fireworks, and I met his woman. Really? The first, his fiance from Michigan. Is she still here? Actually, she just flew out today, man, and I'm at the crib right now enjoying the smoky goodness of my favorite brand of cigarettes. Now... You couldn't smoke for a while? Uh, no, for two weeks, man. I oh. was hurting. Now, why is that? What is she, how come she wouldn't let you smoke? Well, you know, like she was telling me the other day, she's all into the public health thing or whatever in school and stuff, so it's unhealthy. You know what I'm saying? So I have to uh, hide... Well, I told her a long time ago that I quit smoking. So, uh, you know, I got to play the role while she's down. You know what I like to do? I like to take a hit and blow it in a baby's face. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with that, man. Um, and the other thing about Destro's chick, too, very hot. And Lester Big Hands and I were out there. And as soon as Destro, oh, as soon as Destro took off with his chick, Lester was like, all right, let's start talking about them boobies. <laughs> because, dude, what size are those? Hey, that's none of y'all business. <laughs> I'm going to say it's at least a D. At the very least, she's, and she had a low-cut shirt on, and I felt bad because I was just staring at that cleavage like, I wonder the color contrast and how that would look. <laughs> you know what, I got Beautiful. something you can stare at now. All right. All right, thank you, Destro. 407-916-1041, 888 and star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. Going through, hey, hideout, your on-screen phone calls. Oh, we should have given Destro a prize. I had doubt about that. He was a good guy. Co- I'm not kidding you, though. His chick's boobs. Nice. That'd be, nice is a, it's beyond. And now here's the thing. Like, Kimmy here, uh, had a massage therapist, great boobs. Great boobs, but she doesn't show enough cleavage. Uh, Destro's chick's running around. and the cle- Oh, please. Uh, Smack Daddy in Orlando, you're back in the hideout. What's going on, Smack Daddy? Hey, I'm back again. You call, uh, hey, uh, uh, drop that S-word again? Junks. Yeah. Uh, you know, after a whole year of, uh, of use and abuse that poor Chunks has taken in the stunts and all that kind of stuff, and I was listening to you last night, and I heard you say something about sending Chunks home and getting Tommy Bateman to give him the bad news so y'all could bring Mad Matt in. Well, actually, not Mad Matt, but Matt Albert. Matt Albert. You're not serious, are you? Um, I don't know, man. Somebody's got to step up, and Matt Albert's going to be here anyway uh, in less than two weeks, like on the Chunks. 14th. Yeah, well, Chunks deserves a little bit more respect than that, man. You think, what's your favorite thing? What's your favorite thing Chunks has ever done there, Smack Daddy? Oh, God, I don't know. Yeah, exactly, and well, that's the problem. We can't we can't be handing out checks just because we feel bad for people. Yeah, just because uh, your shirt doesn't fit doesn't mean that you should get a, cl- a check from Clear Channel. <laughs> now, like, here's the thing. I love Chunks, um, but Double M hit it right on the head when he talked about New Year's resolutions yeah. and the fact that Chunks, ever since he's been promoted to executive producer of The Hideout, slipping. Slipping just a little bit. Well, Every Chunks day. Needs to, Chunks needs to step up. Exactly. Except that's the, all we're asking. And the problem is he has uh he wears those flip flops with the fungus all over his feet, and so taking a step is even hard for him. But at some point, Smack Daddy, hopefully, uh, chunks have a heart attack, and we can bring in who we really wanted. Thank you, buddy. <laughs>
It's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. All right, now Matt's mad. Why? F Smack Daddy. Because he got him confused with Mad Matt Mateo. By the way, do we got him confused? He just got the name confused. Do we have those tapes from Mad Matt? All right, we'll play those coming up in a second when we're done with the on-screen phone calls. Sid Kate is. It's been such a good show so far, though. I want to hear him. James and Ocala, you're in the hideout. We got James. Hey, man, you guys rock! I just found y'all. I'm down here. Doing my job, doing my thing. I tell you what, y'all want a good drink? Don't worry about that water. I'm from West Bygone, Virginia. Bring y'all some of that good old moonshine. I make it in my backyard, run around with some people I know, sells it to them. That's how I make my, I bring y'all some good stuff, man. Y'all want it? Hello? Hey, now, it's so. Uh, uh, well, sir. Hello? This dang phone. I'll tell you, I'm going to throw this dang thing out the window. Hello? Man, you guys rock. Where you at? Hey. Man, I'm going to take this phone. Hey, mama. It's the same phone. It's not working. Hey, don't don't you yell at me. I'm going to get you. I'm like, hey, I'm trying to talk on radio. Quit yelling at me. Can't get, I can't get this darn phone to work. What you, oh, uh, hey, who, hi, hi, I'm gonna call y'all back, um, hey, goodbye. Sweet. I don't think it's gonna get better than that. We'll take a break <laughs> and come back. It's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. And I'm sure somewhere right now, Hefe is jumping around in his little tidy whities to this song. Uh, welcome back into the hideout. Uh, I'm Mad Matt Mateo, running the hideout mixtapes tonight for the most of the rest of the week. Uh, if you have any questions, give me a call. 407-916-1041, toll-free 888-978-1041. Coming up next, we have Darone defeats it, defends his belt against UCF student and includes a rematch. And uh, uh, you know, you see, or uh, uh, drone there is uh, he's uh, he's a pretty good at uh, uh, beating women. If you having girl problems, I feel bad for you, son. I got 99 problems, but a bitch ain't one. I got the rap patrol. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. That's uh, Mad Matt Mateo. He was the host of the mixtapes when we were on vacation. He's a good kid, but um. Listening to the air checks, there's a lot still to be learned, I guess is uh, pretty easy to say. Uh, 407-916-1041, Gibbs, do you have any goals as far as uh, the hideout and what you want to eventually do? Because you're intern here, brand new intern, you're doing a good job so far. Uh, just as long as I don't sound like that, I'll be all right. All right, so that well, the, you're getting there because you're very uh, lackluster in the energy. Yeah, you uh, gotta pick it up a little bit during the headlines game show. Now I understand it's your character, you know, all, you know, usually throughout the show, 
We'll pump it up a little bit on the game show. But other than that, if as long as that's all you uh, want to be, then great. Do you eventually at some point, would you like to get to the point where you're hosting the uh, mixtapes? Uh, yeah, I freaking love to host mixtapes. <laughs> I, I can see you already have the verbal ability to do it, which is great. <laughs> Um, all right, so here is uh, what do you, what do you have as far as uh, more Mad Matt Mateo tapes? Um, basically, there's a lot of him sounding uh, uninterested <laughs> and mumbling a lot. But right. I have I have one at the end. Uh, we played yesterday a long dead air pause that he took where he was screwing with the CD player. I have another dead air clip that I'll play later on. But I want to give the callers a chance. I guess one last chance to win one of the last prizes that we have. Right. One of the callers to call in, uh, I guess now, and guess how many seconds worth of dead air will be in the uh, in the in the next dead air clip that I play. And well, they have to tell us beforehand so they can't count it. All right, off. let's make it easier. Let's give them some uh, some choices. All right. So, so somebody can take five seconds. Yeah. Somebody can take 17 seconds. Somebody can take 22 seconds. Someone can take um, 30. Two seconds of dead air. So call right now, 407-916-1041, That's our only options right there. I, I would expect maybe 90. Star 1041 and the wireless phones. Um, and tell Gibbs how many seconds you think there was of dead air. I, I don't think you can play 90 because I think the alarms go off. and like people. We have start. alarms? Yeah, there's I alarm. want to hear them go off. All right, everybody turn off your mic. It's... Just... <laughs> I don't think we'd be able to hear it, though. No, we wouldn't be able to. But uh, it, it pretty much it pages the engineers. Yeah, that's uh, all it really does. I'm all expecting of, some big movie alarm where all the lights go off and it turns red in here and it's just sirening. All right, give me, uh, give me one of the other ones before we get to the dead air one. All right, this is just uh, one of the ones where he sounds really bored. Welcome back into the Hideout Mixtapes. I'm Mad Matt Mateo, your interim host for tonight and the rest of the week. Right now we have castrating rapists. <laughs> and uh, later on for the second half of the hour... Kind of show do we we do? have some chunks at Mega Games, which was one of his most defining stunts. And God, how about a little yeah. preparation? Yeah, that's how he ends it too. He goes, mm, do to do, yop, and then and then, he, and then he goes into the segment. Yeah, he starts like just going into the in the segment. It's just like, come on. All right, Henry and Oviedo, you're first up. What do you want to guess? Five seconds, seventeen, twenty-two, or thirty-two for dead air. 22, baby. All right, Henry's going to go with 22. All right, hold on. We'll play the segment in a second, okay? Hold on. Cool beans. Thank you. Um, Let's go over here. Hideout, what's your name? Hideout, you're on the air. What's your name? Hello? 17 seconds of dead air. All right, hey, so you're going with 17, and what's your name, bro? Troy. Troy. All right, Troy, hold on, Troy. You were, uh, you're up there. Let me go over here to um, Hideout. You're on the air. What's your name? Brittany. All right, Brittany, well, what, what do you want to guess? Five seconds or 32 seconds? 32. All right, Brittany's going to go with 32. All right, hold on a second, Brittany, all right? And uh, you were left with five seconds. What's your name? I'm left with five seconds. My name's Spaz. All right, Spaz, hold on. Keep Turn your radio down. All right, hold on, Spaz. All right, here we go. Uh, Spaz has five seconds. Troy has 17. Henry has 22. Brittany has 32. This is the, and Chunks, you're going to count it out? Uh, yeah, I'll count it out. And uh, also, in the beginning, too, there's a little... He screws it up a lot, not just the dead air. So I'll kind of explain what the hell is going on in the middle, because there's plenty of time to do that. All right. <laughs> Radio! Radio! 
right. He's coming back from break now, obviously, with the real radio jingle, and then he goes into fuel. But I had to cut it out. He plays the full fuel song. He played, what is it, Mandatory Metallica, the hideout yeah. mixtape? And here we go. Here's where it starts getting screwed up. Yeah. Real Radio 104.1. Real Radio 104.1. Hmm. This is obviously the dead air. Now, do you have it marked on Cool Edit Pro so you know exactly how long it is? Yep. All right, Matt Albert says the dead air actually has more energy than Mad Matt. Which is true. Be nice. You young kid. Just starting in the business. Now, Doug. Yeah, that 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 was the beginning. That's it. How many seconds was that? 22 seconds. 22 seconds. All right. Play, now, here's the odd thing. Let's not talk, and let's play it over again. So, as the way it was heard on the mixtapes over vacation. All right. Now, Doug, oh my God, <laughs> Jesus, twenty-two full seconds of dead air. Oh, oh boy, it just seems so uncomfortable. And then when I was going back in the archive to try and find it, I was looking for he hearing him talk, seeing. I was like, all right, is he gonna say anything? And then I hear the real radio, one hundred four point one. All right, do we have? Uh, now, is Mad Matt Mateo around anywhere? I feel bad because we're picking on him. But you got to realize, this is just something, if you're going to host the mixtapes, you got to be on your game. And if you aren't, you got to be uh, expecting to be called out on it. 22 seconds is a long time, not to not to mention two rejoins in the full uh, <laughs> version of Fuel. Yeah, the full version of Fuel is the thing that bothers me the most. I hate Metallica. Well, I, I wish wanna... it was actually Fuel Falls on Me or Hemorrhage in My Hands. Instead, it's Metallica Fuel. I'm about to. Matt Albert said to Tommy, dude, I thought my feed died. <laughs> I wonder if he dumped out of any dead air. Because that's another thing they never think of. You can dump out dead air if you ever have some sort of an issue. That's what it's there for. All right, play a couple. Do we have any more in the air checks? Yeah, we got a couple more. Uh, he goes on a, a rant. I think this is at the end of the show, and I guess he's, he's ranting. Not, not really a rant. I think he tries to have a little clever shtick, okay, or, uh, or something like that. Uh, so it, this is quite awkward as well. Uh, check out Hefe this Friday out at the Phantom Fireworks in Daytona from 2 to 4. Uh, meet him in person, see what he looks like without the black over his eyes. Meet him, shake his hand, 
and then uh, use some uh, antibacterial when you're done. So the hell? This is Mad Matt Mateo, <laughs> heretic turned hair check collector. I, I like that. Saying have a good night, enjoy your Monday night football. Hope you had a good holiday, and uh, happy Hanukkah to all you people enjoying the second day of it. I think that started in uh, Kwanzaa, whatever that is. <laughs> I, I don't know what you do for Kwanzaa. I add a way to alienate Anybody? the audience. No? I don't. So. Who is he talking to, Henry? All right, and I'll Bud? see you tomorrow night. <laughs> oh Jesus. <laughs> That's pretty bad. Uh, you have any more of the mad? The, now these are all going to be played back during the mixtape, so we can sit there and listen in his shame. Yeah, I think this one. Uh, I think this is the last one we have for today. Uh, he's trying to take a shot at Putin. It looks like, or he's kind of like rubbing it in something in his face. I don't know. Putin screwed up something in one of the segments, and I guess he tries to get one over on him, but really just ends up sounding stupid himself. All right. Uh. Coming up on the Hideout Mixtapes, we have Point Counterpoint with Putin about Jewish Zionists. Uh, I have no idea how to pronounce that word. So, maybe you'll learn along with me. What the hell is he doing? It's just, I mean, you can just picture it on air. You're listening over the break. You're like, oh, cool, you know, I'm ready for excitement. Then you just hear Jewish Zionist, I'm not reading this from the sheet that Tommy and Chunks typed up for me to say. Just Tommy typed it up. Don't be taking uh, credit. up next. Yeah, you know you didn't do any work. I typed it up on the CD. No, you didn't. 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041, and star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. Hey, Dubs, you want to do a bedtime thought right now? Sure. Do we have the bedtime thoughts? Uh, Give me a second to look up the uh, music for the bedtime thought. But reset what, the, what that what is. The bedtime thought is is uh, whenever I go to sleep, I have all these odd thoughts running through my head. I'm a very weird and uh, almost just very odd things. I wonder about a lot of things in life while I'm falling asleep. I tend to write some of them down and bring them up to the show. A lot of times they're incoherent and don't make sense. But every once in a while, there's a nugget of gold in my bedtime thoughts. And so these are the uh, J-Dub's bedtime thoughts right here on uh, Real Radio. Bedtime thoughts with J-Dub's. Is that the... I thought there was an actual open for it before. There was. There was supposed to be music that goes with it, but Chunks is the producer. Can't remember it. Mm. Well, I didn't know it was coming up. Here, let me pop something in. Something nice and fun. Yeah. All right. For the bedtime thoughts. With J-Dubs. You right. got something yet, Chunks? Apparently there's something on uh, hideoutheretics.net, uh, the cover of Tommy Bateman's um, gangbang that he's put out there. Ah. That's not the real cover, by the way. What is it? I don't know. I don't know who put that together. It, it looks good, but it's not as, as good as the actual cover. Is this like a working prototype or something? I I don't know if they that was leaked or what. And that's not in Ew, the uh, video, by the way. No leaking? Uh, well, <laughs> 50 completions. Hey, by the way, Dubs, come here real fast. I got the picture of uh, Kat. I've heard that she sent me on MySpace of her boobs, and I'm looking at it while she's massaging me. Awesome. It's sweet. What's the wrong? How come you girls are so ashamed of your nipples? I'm not ashamed. All of us have. Well, then let's see them. I yeah, we all the, have them. Here's the thing. I don't even want to see your boobs, just your nipples. Can I get a piercing again? Well, let's just come in next week with them. Cut out. Yeah, come in with that. Like yeah, the, just the, the the part of the shirt cut out. A nice wardrobe malfunction. Are we ready for this? Yeah, let's do it all, all right. right again. And now, 
Bedtime Thoughts with J-Dubs. All right. I was thinking about this. Now, I want to put this very cleanly, and hopefully Hefe can help me clean it up. Um, if you're with a girl and she's pregnant and she decides to eat the Twinkie, I'd say she's going to, uh, okay. But not only does she eat the Twinkie. That's she, what I'm getting to. And, uh, and the filling. Yeah, and she eats the filling from the Twinkie. Now, mind you, she is a woman and she is pregnant with your child, which is your daughter. Does, or son. Or son. Does that child consume <laughs> what was just uh, the, the, the Twinkie filling? This has been... Bedtime Thoughts with J-Dubs. And is that incestuous? Yes. I don't know what the hell is wrong with you. Dude, you seriously, you've been sitting around and you thought about that? Yeah, I was thinking, would you let a pregnant woman do that knowing that your kid's going to be uh, consuming said items? No, I don't. You, you wouldn't put it in a baby bottle. Why okay, you? that's enough. I understand what you're saying. You wouldn't. I would. Dude, that is such an amazingly disturbing thought, and yet all at the same time, uh, genius. That's something you never thought about before. And how? Like, look, I look at poor Gibbs over there. He's in shock, trying to try, trying to decipher <laughs> what you just said. That's all he always looks like. So if it's He's in shock because he's looking at the reflection of that enormous head. <laughs> he's trying to wrap his head around this question. <laughs> it's going to take it's not, him. It's not that hard with him. So then let me get this right. If it's a boy, then it's committed like its first gay act? Okay. <laughs> all right, already. <laughs> that's true, too. I wonder if maybe that's the key. Maybe you really are born gay because uh, your mommy did that. Dude, how is that? Is that wrong? I mean, would you now thinking about that? Would you allow that to happen? Before, I would have never had a problem with it until I thought, oh no. All right, Matt says. Well, it's along the same lines. Would it at least make the kid buy? I don't think you can answer that. I want a Twinkie now. <laughs> Come on in. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one. Triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. Matt says he's actually thought about that before. Really? I, that has never crossed my mind once until you mentioned it off the air. By the way, Cat, uh, I hope you don't mind. I sent your boo picture to Matt Albert. <laughs> Come on, give the kid a little hope. You'll be meeting him soon. I hope one of you two girls bangs him. <laughs> That'd be odd. Who wants to take his virginity? Cat. Uh, Come oh, come on. on! It's been a long time. It hasn't been that long. <laughs> he's, a, he's a funny guy. He's like, I mean, just because he's black. Is that the reason? It's like it's yeah, like ma- it. <laughs> it's hey. like making love to a teddy bear. I would be or nice. Hershey Kiss. I would be nice to Matt now. He's got that picture and can do very bad <laughs> things with it. <laughs> All right. Uh, there are rumors going around about you girls and a few of the heretics. Do we want to put any of these to rest? 
All right, they don't need to be mentioned. Oh. Because Tommy's telling me there's rumors he's heard talk. Chatter. He's picked up some chatter. Mm-hmm. Is there a love connection anywhere around? I don't know. I'm kind of confused. I've heard two different names thrown out there. Well, don't say them. If the girls don't want it out there, they don't want it out there. I'm yeah. wondering. Hey, how- does anybody know if Misfit Matt and Jimmy Jam are coming up tomorrow? I'm sure they are. It's open door policy. <laughs> oh, that's good. I really like those two guys. Yeah, I like Misfit Matt and Jimmy Jam. <laughs> Misfit Matt should sleep over some night. That'd be fun. You guys are asses. <laughs> Seriously, what did I just say? I just, what? I just said, don't say anything. I didn't. I just asked if my two buddies are coming up. I Ms. thought your buddies. Misfit Matt and Jimmy Jam. All right, don't take it out on me, Cat. I did. I told him not to say anything. Had fun smashing that game earlier, didn't you? Oh. Are you the one that said it? Okay, we gotta. We can't put Keith on the phone because he's. Yeah, that phrase can't go on the radio. <laughs> Tommy, do you want to clean it up? Do you want to see if he can even clean it up? Like, if there's any medical way we can. About J Dub's bedtime thought. All right, Tommy's back there trying to coach him to say what he wants to say. Because that phrase, if uttered on the radio, would be really bad. 407-916-1041, Well, at least Tommy's giggling. I know it's funny. Are we good? All right. He's all good? Keith in Orlando, you're in the High Down Rural Radio. This is about J-Dub's bedtime thought. Yeah, yeah. I was just going to say that the baby wouldn't actually digest the cream filling. The mother would, and then the product of that would be sent to the baby. The protein. Right. All right, so it's not so bad then. I still wouldn't do it. It still seems incredibly wrong. It's a Hideout Road Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. It is all half and J-Dubs coming down the home stretch on a Thursday night. Remember, tomorrow is the um, Hideout Open Door. It's Friday already tomorrow. I like the four-day work week. Mm-hmm. I thought we were going to be to that place by now, where it's four days every week. The French figured it out. Mm-hmm. All right, so now, for the past couple of uh, nights, we've been checking in with my brother, a- AJ, mm-hmm. who was in the middle of a marathon to watch the four seasons of 24 back-to-back-to-back-to-back. To back to back to back and actually, he's doing it in a four seasons. To get ready. For, I guess, the fifth season of Jack Bauer and uh, CTU. So joining us in the hideout right now, my stepbro, AJ. What's cracking, AJ? Hi. What's going on? Are you uh, still awake? I was sleeping, actually. (laughs) Oh, did we wake you up? Yeah. My bad. So, how did it go? Did you you finish it? Yeah, I finished. (laughs) Oh, that sounds dirty dirty right now. I finished strong. Uh, I'm sure you did, bucko. So you managed to get back to back to back to back four seasons of 24 uh, all in without sleeping just consecutively. Yeah, basically. How's your keister feeling after sitting there that many days straight? And did you do any multitasking, like playing video games while you were watching as well, or? I had my laptop, so I was chatting on AIM and checking email and playing solitaire, I guess. <laughs> With girls? Oh, good. I thought you were doing some loser type stuff. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, no, of course not. How much beef jerky did you eat? 
Um, so, that, what, yeah, what did you eat that whole time? Were you ordering food? What was going on? I had some microwave burritos from Walmart. <laughs> oh, God! Some old pizza, Pop-Tarts, chips. We need to have you on more often so I don't hate my life as much. Oh, You're making wonder. chunks looking like a winner, dude. You realize that, AJ? No. Not even that far. Yeah, you're right, because now I can look at chunks. Who, by the way, is balding. Um, <laughs> now, <laughs> you wrote a blog here, AJ, a blog entry. Uh, you're in my top eight in MySpace, Adrian. Which, by the way, this is really going to help you get laid. It's the painted kiss face given the devil horns. What is his uh, mood? Uh, on the side note, I don't know. I'm actually looking at the picture. Oh, okay. I want to go to the picture real fast. Uh, I do love him. He's my stepbrother. Oh, I oh he's not Gene Simmons. He's the crow. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, it looks more like you're... you don't have to call him gay. No, that's not what I was saying. <laughs> so here we go. He does. He looks like Butthead. If there's another one of his pictures in there, he's got the profile view where he looks like Butthead from Beavis and Butthead. And actually, Gibbs looks a little bit like Beavis with that big ass head of his. If you uh, blonde hair. If you dyed his hair blonde. We should have them uh, tour. Yeah, I'll hopefully I'm gonna get AJ. Do a out live of here. action movie. All right, so. Oh, look at this. The Swami added you. That's nice. Yeah. All right, so let's go over here. Another fat girl to the list, huh? Come on. She's not fat. All right, I'm going to go ahead and read your um, your blog entry. Because Now, why did you decide to do this? Because you hate women. You're going to be more selfish in life. This is part of your New Year's resolution to do what you want to do. Stay up and watch the four consecutive seasons of uh, uh, 24, right? No. Actually, I thought about doing it last year just before the fourth season came out. And that would have been a better idea because I would only have three seasons to go through, but I didn't. Why don't you do this every year? Until the show goes off Next the year you go for the fifth season, and you mm -hmm. go all five. Maybe. All right, <laughs> Matt Albert has a fun fact about my stepbro, AJ. He also looks like a bull dyke lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, bro. <laughs> all right. Um, Better than a big pile of crap than that uh, Matt Albert looks like. Yeah, no, I understand. Right, here we go. There's no mood on this one. And AJ's blonde. <clears throat> Not angry? No, it's just on a side note. Thursday, January uh, 05. As earlier this morning. It's uh, 2.56 a.m. Maybe I'm delirious from no sleep. Give me some sad music. I got it. Break again? Actually, no. Let, let Dubs use his. It's 2.56 a.m., maybe I'm delirious from no sleep, but I've been thinking about something while watching 24. I think I've been taking too much of life too seriously. <laughs> You're high right now. Hold on, hold on. Every day isn't full of Jack Bauer-esque going down, <laughs> where choices have consequences that affect people in huge ways. <laughs> Did I really write that? I don't even remember. Hold on. I'm not done. That's only the first half of the first uh, third of the run-on sentence. It's gold already. Um, my life is at least filled with a lot of stuff that isn't important, but that's actually good news. If it's not, if it's not important, then I don't need to take it seriously. I mean, hell, I've been taking video games too seriously. <laughs> I fear letting the game character die if I haven't saved the game. Like, I fear losing my own life. 
The main point of a video game is to do something seemingly real, but it is really inconsequential. Like a what-if experiment. If I just loosen up and treat parts of life like a video game, then then it'll be more interesting and fun. But if you realize that it doesn't matter if you look like a fool in social situations, then you've opened up so many more options. Anyways... Back to two to the four. I'm just not going to write on that anymore. You may not be right about the uh, video game thing. I remember when I was really young, I used to think, what if there is a parallel universe and Mario is real and every time he dies, he dies in another parallel universe and I'm actually killing the bastard. What? Mm Mm-hmm. I used to be afraid of that, so I'd try to make it through the whole game without him dying. And then I had to go through bad dudes the same way. And... All right, Tommy says he's looking at uh, AJ's pictures on my MySpace, and he says he looks like he smells bad. <laughs> he does. He actually he does. Yes, no, quite. The... No. All right, and what the hell? Matt's pissed now because he feels like the pile of crap was a racial joke. It was. It was. <laughs> All right, as long as we're just putting it out there, making sure there are no qualms. Well, AJ, you did it. Was there a big party thrown there in Norman, Oklahoma, since they weren't able to celebrate a national championship? Huh, Rudy? If there was, I wasn't at it. I'm sleeping. Did a whole bunch of girls come over and give you kisses, and did you have, like, a cake or something because you accomplished it? No. Now, when you're dreaming right now, is it all Jack Bauer? And Nina? Jackie giving you a handy? <laughs> 24 times. <laughs> Just I like, can't get that damn clock out of my head, too. It's the beginning of every scene. Yeah, that. Oh, he said clock. Oh, I thought oh. he was just making it like an admission or something. I'm like, oh, wow, you did come to some sort of an epiphany. Yeah, you want that jack. <laughs> exactly. Um, Hold on a second. Let's talk to uh, Andrew and Deltona. You're in the hideout on Road Radio. What do you got, Andrew? Hey, you guys were talking about Mario in a parallel universe. You ever mm-hmm. seen Tron? Oh, yeah. Where they... In the game, there was a parallel universe. They die in the game. They die in real life. And oh, you know, I didn't know that you were killing Mario off. I had no idea. That's what Tron was actually about. That's why a tear fell every time Mario would die. And in two, I would never use the princess because I never wanted to be uh, have a woman's blood on my hands. All right, Tommy wants to know if this is the good kind. Tommy wants to know if any of his hints ruined any part of Twenty Four for you. Yeah, thanks, Tommy. Oops. And I forgot you were watching. I thought you were rewatching it. Yeah, that's what I'll go with. And Swami also wants to know what you think will happen in this next season. I don't know. Why don't Tommy tell me right away? Just to get out of the way. So Tommy, the thing is, Swami won't lose any weight <laughs> this season. That's not going to happen. <laughs> All right. Well, AJ, let me say this. As your stepbrother, I'm just going to go ahead and say, as your brother. I'm so completely disappointed in you. He won. Was, no, you saddened me. It was all worth it. You, was it really? Your stepbrother has won a championship, something you've never done. Just to piss you off, yeah. All right. Uh, AJ, best of luck. When does the school year start for you there in Norman? Like uh, the 17th, the Tuesday, the week from this Tuesday. So you got two weeks still before school even starts? Yeah. Get a job. <laughs> be funny. All right. Take it easy. Yeah, bye. Wow. That's my stepbrother.
it really because his whole life has been losing his virginity to a stripper while the boyfriend watched in the room. Listen it, to Big Pimpin'. It's been playing Final Fantasy, Resident Evil, World of Where. You know what he is? He's Putin without crazy eyes. Well, that's not. A, that's one step out of Putin. Is it though? No wonder Putin is holding on to that girlfriend of his crazy eyes, with just like with his claws dug in. Because then he'd be my stepbrother, AJ. All right, AJ. Well, good luck. It's a Hideout Real Radio 104.1. All right, coming down the home stretch on the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Now have been J Dubs. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and star-1041 if you have a singular wireless phone. Remember, open doors tomorrow from 10 to 11. All right, who's going to do their stunts tomorrow? Tuttle owes one. Tuttle owes one. Uh, Chunks owes one. And Bats owns one. Uh, we need at least one tomorrow, if not two. Mm-hmm. So that needs to happen. Somebody needs to step up and be somebody. I have one for uh, Tommy. 51 completions. As opposed to the 50 that he did mm-hmm. in his gangbang? All right, Dubs, here's some of the stuff you heard at first on the hideout. Real big tomorrow. Of course, Ariel Sharon, uh, Israeli prime minister, had uh, the stroke. He's actually being kept in a medically induced coma. Wow. For up to three days now to prevent further damage from the massive stroke. I did not know it was uh, that serious where they actually put him into a coma. He's, it's, it's not a guarantee that you can snap back out of that, is it? Dude, he's 77 years old, 5, 700, uh, 300 pounds. It's over for him. Yeah. It's, he's done. You know, his son's already holding bedside vigils, and uh, the state media broadcasts are kicking out the mournful songs. You Free think, Bird? Uh, I don't think Free Bird. Hmm. I don't even know if they have Free Bird in Israel. They honest. should. I'll be honest with you, they probably don't. If I die, I want Freebird playing at my funeral. Mm. Did you uh, ever talk about that when you were younger? Like, what, what song you want played at your funeral? I have talked about that before, yeah. Yeah. I haven't thought of it lately. No, me neither. That's something you always go through when you're younger. I know what I want. Dust in the wind. Mm. I was thinking Freebird. Because I'm going to handle your uh, funeral and. Like it or not, you're going to be hearing Freebird. All right, Matt Albert. I like an excuse to play it. Matt Albert came up with another uh, Dick Clark, Ariel Sharon baseball buddy movie. Three strokes and you're out. (laughs) All emails uh, to Matt Albert on MySpace. Uh, Heavy bloodshed racks uh, Iraq again. Suicide suicide bombers infiltrated a line of police recruits. In a crowd of Shiite pilgrims, uh, 125 civilians and five U.S. soldiers dead. And also, too, we accidentally bombed the wrong house and killed six civilians. Again, just winning over the Iraqis. And the roses and the flowers and the hugs, they're all there. Hey, it's greeted with hugs and kisses right now. Everybody's just writing XOXOXO on their door. Oh, dude, I didn't even see about this. DNA to decide if an innocent man was executed. Oh, I did hear about this. Governor Warner ordered DNA evidence retested to determine whether a man convicted of rape and murder was innocent when he was executed in 92. If the testing shows that uh, 
Roger Keith Coleman did not rape and kill his ex-sister-in-law in 81, it will be the first time in the U.S. that a person has been exonerated by scientific testing after the execution. That'll be huge. You want it to happen, Dubs? You want him to say? No, I mean, I don't care. I really don't care about the death penalty. I don't care if it happens. I don't care if it doesn't. But if if they find out that... Uh, and it's, it's bound to happen sometime or another. Someone innocent will die because of the death penalty, if they haven't already. Well, I'm um, sure it's happened, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm sure it's happened just going back to the days when they were hanging people. Yeah, but I'm, I'm saying in modern death penalty. Uh, but, yeah, I think, uh, I think definitely it'll have a huge effect if someone is found completely innocent after they killed them. Matt Howard has another buddy action movie for uh, Dick Clark and Ariel Sharon. Mm-hmm. This one's an action movie called Stoneface. Also, I heard it first in the hideout tonight. Big, big, big news tomorrow. Uh, Japanese automakers set U.S. sales records. Toyota Motor Corp, Honda, and Nissan uh, record highs in 05. Yeah. While the American Must be their new Power Stroke engines. While the uh, American <laughs> rivals continue to struggle because mainly of the uh, SUVs. Um. Yeah, so apparently, and here's the thing, I had a Honda, mm-hmm. and I'm about to get a Scion, I think, from our buddies over at Thurston's. I've, uh, I talked to Rich Thurston today, and I, I don't know, I know, some people give me the what the hell with the Scion, I dig it. I was in one, uh, Putin gave me a ride one day, because he's got one, and I'm like, I dig this car. I just can't get around the boxy looking outside. 36 miles uh, a gallon, yeah. uh, to the gallon. You can't beat that. And that's really what the most important thing. I, Why? Because you drive so far every day? Yeah. Because I literally can ride my bike to work. All right, this is according to Drudge. Iran president hopes for Sharon's death. Yeah, that's not a shocker. I'm sure everybody over there does. So this is going to be... Not a big uh, bunch of Sharon fans out there. No, they're not real huge on the uh, Sharon bag- bandwagon. So those are some of the big things. Uh, the DNA testing thing is going to be huge. You're going to hear that all over talk radio and Fox News and CNN. Mm-hmm. Uh, should we have the death penalty? Should we not have the death penalty? You'll see the big uh, big sting thing go across the Fox News update. <clears throat> death penalty. Good, bad. Yeah, here's the thing, Andre. Sharon is not coming back. Suffered vast brain damage. Pat Robertson struck maybe God's punishment. <laughs> because he's Jewish? That guy's an ass. He really is. Everything, uh, I just can't handle it. You religious zealots, you're all the same, whether you're Muslim or Christian. You're just crazy. Just a bunch of a-holes. Literally crazies. Not believers, but you zealots. Man, the, they're just the far, far uh, Extreme. Yeah, and yeah. extreme. And what's so funny is they don't see the similarities. They don't see the the the, the Muslims that the, with the wearing of the uh, the burqas and hiding the woman's body. Then you go to these far. I think that's because r- of the bruises. No. Then you go to the far right, uh, like Christian people, like in Kansas, and they have to wear long dresses, can't dance. Well, I mean, there's been towns that have been known to not be able to dance, and then a young buck comes in there riding a uh, 
a uh, tractor and ends up turning the whole town around. All right, Matt Albert, Ariel Sharon, Dick Clark, buddy comedy movie, Droopy Lip. What is he in that a spinoff of? I don't know. I thought <laughs> you were supposed to take an existing movie. He's not making any sense tonight. <laughs> no, he's been great. That one was uh, down. Oh, Three yeah. Guys with Strokes, the movie <laughs> by Matt Albert. Yeah, you know he's gonna. Oh, yeah. Does that count as three or one? I know he's gonna be living with me here in a couple of weeks, mm-hmm. and it's just really gonna piss me off. That fat ass. I asked him, what are you gonna use for a bed? Uh, I learned from chunks, <laughs> and I'm gonna. I, I like to sleep in a nest of pillows and blankets on the floor. He's gonna sleep on your couch. No, he's not. He already broke it once. He's gonna sit on it every day, watching girlfriends with you. All right, that actually probably that's won't be, be so That's gonna be a hell of a buddy movie. What? Jake and the Fatter Man. <laughs> You're nice. Who's who? Come on, what? That's the whole you thing. Know, you never that, know. That really, that's uncalled for. <laughs> that's just over the top. All hey, right, tell Jake I said hi. <laughs> Such a dickhead. <laughs> All right, we'll see you cats tomorrow. Thank you to uh, Kimmy and Cat, the hideout massage therapist, mm-hmm. for coming in here. Looking forward to Jimmy Jam and Misfit Matt tomorrow coming in for the hideout open door policy. All, cool guys. Also, too, thank you to Cover the Sun and Hideout Heretic Bong Swap Matt. Tomorrow night, back booth on Pine Street. Make sure you say you're there to see Cover the Sun so they can move on to the Battle of the Bands. Except uh, for Misfit Matt and Jimmy Jam. Why? Because they're going to be here? Yep. <laughs> and I don't know. They might have plans with someone else. I don't know. And also, make sure you wake up with our buddies the Monsters in the morning. Shannon Burke in the middays. Phillips Fall in the afternoon. Jimmy Jam said his next little sore and might be getting a massage. I don't know. We'll be back at 7. Don't be ashamed to entertain listening to The Hideout on Real Radio 104.1. <laughs> Funniest night show in America. Best nighttime entertainment in Orlando. Be somebody and always talk good. Don't hit me. Question authority. It's stay classy, Orlando. We out, bitch. Five pro- five thousand. 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 I've been smacking my hoes. Everyone knows it goes. Kick him to the floor. Step on them hard. Step on them hard. Kick him to the floor. Cause I've been smacking my hoes. I've been smacking my hoes. I've been smacking my hoes. I have to pee. I'm not interested. I thought. I. Five.